and good evening good evening and welcome to the soul citizens i am griffin gaming rpg and welcome back for another fun-filled week with the gang and uh, we've got a wonderful group of people here tonight and i gotta say hello to everybody and i think we're gonna start let's do alphabetical this time and uh, why don't we start with our very first uh, Dark Knight 75, DK? How yeah, you doing? Pretty good. How are you all doing? It's uh, been uh, a good discussion tonight, so I'm looking forward to it. You ready? Uh, glad to see everybody here. It's going to be a lot of talking. I hope you're ready, buddy. Make sure you get yep. some water got with you. Got my notes. Okay, you got some notes. <laughs> I got two glasses. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, and next to DK, we have uh, FC. DK, we'll go with the initials at DK and FC. Fast Cart. What's up, Fast Cart? Hey everybody, yeah, I'm Bascard, also known as FC, and I just want to say, I'm the captain now, because you can see above in that <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to have some comments about that screenshot in a couple minutes, but uh, yeah, you are the man. You are large and in charge of an ambition, that's for sure. You I'm are, the you are I'm large the and in charge. The man. Okay, and last but not least, we've got Love Machine with us. Love, how the heck are you this week? Doing great, Griff. Great to be here. I can't wait to talk about, oh, it's so hard to have so much money in Star Citizen and like hire a crew on like my, my big endeavor. Like that's so hard. So difficult. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, it, it, it's not even first world problem. It's like zero, zero is world problems, isn't it? Star <laughs> <laughs> Citizen problems. Not everyone's like a citizen, right? Like in the, yeah. you know. That's true. Yeah. Right. That's right. Some, citizen problems. <laughs> somebody asked me Friday night, love, we were talking about the uh, origin 890 and somebody we were talking about you know the cost of you know run a ship like that and i think it was uh, admiral kusanagi said you know griff uh you know how what is it going to take oh, no it wasn't it was i think it was kuno who said something to the effect of like you know how, what's it going to cost you to uh how, are you worried about paying for washing your 890 and i basically said if you got to worry about washing your 890 you don't need to have one so that was That's my right. general attitude about it right there i said whatever go. whatever it takes was my answer to him so there you go well, I'm speaking of, speak, that's good. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Fastcard. So, speaking of, I just want to say happy Easter, everyone, and welcome to 404. To that, that today's day. Yeah, it sure, it sure yeah. is. It sure is. It sure is. And yeah, happy Easter, Passover to all of those who've been supporting us. As always, we really appreciate you guys. Even though it is a holiday, we appreciate the fact that you guys are hanging out with us tonight. And wow, we've already got somebody to follow us. Docinator, thank you. Docinator, thank you for that follow. And Balur, too. And Balur. Yeah, Balur. All right. Yeah, awesome. And it was a, oh, that was two days ago. GNAV. I didn't, that was in the middle of the week somebody followed us. Holy smoke. Okay. Well, thank you. And, and welcome. Yep, and welcome. Welcome. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. Um, so tonight is going to be an interesting show. Um, this is kind of going to be a, as I mentioned to DK, it is going to be kind of a talky night. Um, it will probably be a little bit on the theory crafting side and also kind of based on things that CIG has told us in the past. Now, I don't know how far back the past may go for you. Uh, we have some folks like uh, Love and Dark Knight who've been in the show in the um, game for just a couple of years. And then you've got the old dinosaurs like me and Fastcart who've been around since dirt was created. So you're going to hear maybe some uh, things that... <laughs> I know. So you guys may hear some things that... Um, you know, you never heard before. And you might say, where in the world did they get that from? And it might've come from something like as far back as Tin from the chairman when Chris Roberts used to answer questions and explain his vision about the game. Then it may be some things that are much more recent that you've seen on ISC or SCL or whatever. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit tonight. So um, let's talk about that picture. D uh, Dark Knight, let me get your thoughts on that picture up there above your head. Uh, what do you think of that? The cost to be the boss and the, 
the person you know that we've uh, used in that image what do you think about it i tell you what fast car definitely looks like the boss in that one right there yeah that okay. outfit okay. that's fly yeah he, yeah it, he's large he's in charge in yeah. that in that one yeah no that outfit definitely shows who's the boss i'm thinking you know, if somebody's wearing that one you know what yes. i'm you know what i'm thinking love i'm thinking that he needs to come dressed like that at citizen con that's how he needs to roll. Yeah. He needs to come yes. rolling in just like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we were talking about it before the show. Ellen sent me a link. Really? That's an easier yeah. cosplay than trying to make like Morningstar armor. I can dig that's it. That's true. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. they all do the navy, uh, the navy style uniforms. You can yeah. buy epaulets off Amazon. <laughs> there is a guy. Vescar, do you know who that guy is? He comes every year when they do the cosplay, and he's always dressed up like an officer from the UEE. He always wears that dark blue not, uniform. Not, not talk about Segelian. No, 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 not Segelian. No, 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 no. He comes as a military guy. He comes as a UEE. Not military. He, every I, well, time they've done a cosplay competition. Yeah, every time he's yeah, done the cosplay competition. Yeah, one guy who always comes come in, in armor and everything. Yeah, yeah that, that's the guy who comes mm -hmm. in armor, but I'm talking about this guy's dressed like you. He's dressed like in a military formal uniform, and it's always dark blue. It's in, you know what? If you can find that picture of the group shot from cosplay, uh, but he does come look dressed up. up like that. Maybe we can stumble across it and show it. That's a good idea. I might do that this year. Yeah, because they do, do have a, a cosplay. Uniform. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they do a cosplay. They do a cosplay competition now, which say, is really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I think the best one that I saw, it, was it last year, year before? It was the guy who wore the Hurston bag over his head. I remember that guy. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Remember that? Head. Yeah, I the baghead guy. Yeah, everybody actually liked that particular one that came through there. So, yeah. Okay, well, we are going to uh, jump into it. Yeah, Dose, we are hoping for a sitcom this year as well. So we're keeping our fingers crossed. Hopefully, if things continue to get better and better and better, we will be able to not only see each other via online, but in person, which would be awesome. Um, oh, I didn't get your thoughts. Uh, Love, what do you think of the uh, picture there of uh, FC? Do you think it uh, is a striking pose there? It's wonderful. I'm worried about that dude in the background who doesn't know he's witnessing greatness. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just standing there in awe, right? He's just, just his yeah. jaws on the ground like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what he's thinking back there. But, uh, yeah, no, we, well, Fast Cart was very, had good humor for us to show. I, I actually said to him, is it okay to use this picture? And he laughed about yeah, it and like, said, sure. He yeah, said, yeah, I was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> So yeah, we, you know me. You know me being Photoshop. I have a history of being photoshopping stuff. So yes, yes, this is very cool. Uh, thank oh, you for the, for the Prime subscription. We appreciate that. Let's see, is that the picture? Yeah, that's the picture I was talking about. Let me see if I can bring this up for everybody. Hang on. Uh, let's see. You said the dude guy in the middle. No, in the back. In the back, he's wearing like a gray. Yeah, yeah, that's what The guy in the middle, in the back. Yeah. Oh, check that out. I love the microid commitment yeah, to go. that there. That's oh great. yeah, he was serious. That is great. Yep, and that's, that's director Gunner is next to the um, the guy with the uniform on. He makes a full outfit of, of armor there. And uh, the guy in front of him is Sethius, who's the guy who remember a couple weeks ago the guy gave us twenty five. Uh, uh mm -hmm. gifts that's the guy who did oh, that okay. and uh, do you know who that is in, on his knees next to him with that green outfit you guys recognize <laughs> that person yeah. no i don't recognize him he, he, he's not wearing glasses i know dark knight can't believe it dark knight because he recognized him 
Who is that Dark Knight? Oh my goodness, is that Kevin? Put some glasses on his face. Yes, that's Kimmy. That is Kimmy. Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes. Yes. You're still a baby. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, that, oh, that was two years ago, right? That was a citizen yeah, yeah, in Austin. That was a sitcom in Austin. Yeah, we had a we oh, had a twenty eighteen out a fun yeah. time uh in twenty eighteen together at that one. So okay, so let's see. Water Woman says you better start planning your costume, uh love. Thanks, babe. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna start now. Start ahead of time. <laughs> yep, that's my off duty supervisor, y'all. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, cool. Well, welcome. Welcome. We appreciate you being here. All right, so let's jump into this uh, because we got a lot of ground to cover tonight. And I, as you guys know, I'm, I had to do a little bit of quick work on how we want to title these. Uh, the show today is the reason that's called The Cost to Be the Boss is because we're going to be talking about what does it take to basically operate in Star Citizen uh, in the game. And we're really going to be focusing, even though we can apply some of this to single player uh, air, or ships, this is really going to be kind of leaning more and more toward when you have multi-crew scenarios. And what will it take for the people operating those ships or in charge of those ships uh, to be able to basically do a mission and get away with it? Number one, thank you. We love you too. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Um, so that's basically it. So we're going to be kind of, like I said, a little bit of theory crafting, a little bit of reflection on things that CIG has told us. And of course, giving our own two cents on the subject matter. So let's go ahead and jump in and hit this very first one. Um, love, because of your background, a little bit of your background, I'm going to ask you if you would explain... Uh, the difference between an owner of a ship and the captain of a ship from your uh, perspective. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, we've had some discussions about this when we do ops uh, in the Rec Raiders. So the owner of the ship can be the captain at the time of the operation, but that's not uh, always true. So the captain of the ship um, is worried about the well-being of the ship like during an operation and obviously an owner operator like might be kind of removed from those processes i mean an owner could even be someone that could um spawn the ship and say okay so you're borrowing my titan like have fun and do that by you know mm -hmm. but um a captain's pretty much kind of present and is worried about the well-being of the ship and the crew okay 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 and like you said they they could be the same person uh, but then again, you could have somebody who owns the ship, but basically gives the authority to run that ship to somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. All right. Um, and what we're going to kind of be talking about is what is the liability for those as we go through as well. So kind of keep in mind uh, that we may be using those two terms together, guys, when we, when we talk about this. Uh, or there may be some things we may be very specific to a captain. And I'm kind of reflecting back on something that is totally non-space related, but I think you guys will be able to connect. You guys remember the movie Titanic? You guys remember that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you remember that part of the discrepancy in that film was that the captain wanted to operate the ship safely, but the owners of the ship wanted to get to New York by a certain time frame, and they pushed the captain to, you know, basically right. go, go faster than what they felt was safe. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, in scenarios, will there be scenarios like that where there's an owner on the ship and the owner may override what a captain says doing on a mission um, for whatever the reasons may be. In that particular case, the owner was just worried about the reputation of the company, right? Is that, could that be a factor in Star Citizen? Or will an owner just say, hey, you know, it's your baby, I'm just here for the ride. And let me ask uh, Dark Knight, let me hit with you with that one first. No, I actually think that the owner would probably override the captain at some point. If the owner of the ship, the one that's 
paying the money basically to make that ship go and to get it out there and supply the ship the captain is basically just running the operation of the ship and making sure that the crew is taken care of that engineering's running good cargo's be you know all of the maintenance or the operation of running the ship and navigation and things like that but the owner yeah the captain might say oh that's a dangerous area to go into maybe we shouldn't fly in there i'm not sure if my pilot can really handle it and the owner says you know what i don't care Okay. <laughs> Especially okay. if he's like the owner of, say, a, a larger vessel. Mm -hmm. Now that might be a little bit different because they'll have uh, they'll have more people that are uh, there to give uh, input. But say on a smaller vessel, say like a six hundred I, the captain of the ship and the owner are either in agreement or the owner can say, "Screw it, I want to go." <laughs> okay. All right. Fast cart Baylor says for a Starliner owner, like, and you know, the Starliner in the game operates based on time. If the Starliner owner says, hey, listen, take the pyro shortcut. We need the time bonus. Um, what do you think? Is that something that the captain should just go ahead and do because they're hired? Or should the captain say, uh, if you're going to take responsibility of all these people on here, I'll do it. Or should they not do it? What do you, what do you think? Now, first of all, I just want to say, painting like one of your Drake girls. No. And for, for your answer, um, I hope they would take the, the safer route, but I mean, if the owner is really in a hurry, like, uh, the, way, the way I think of it is like this. If you, if, if you have a, if you own a ship, you're going to have NPCs um, piloting and controlling the ship, then yeah, the, the, the owner can, 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 can probably overall and control everything. Mm -hmm. But if you talk about PCs, like if you have like a, someone taking out a 600 that, that you own and you have a, um, a pilot who just part of the crew mm -hmm. and he's saying I don't want to do this uh, I don't know because then you you, you you can run into metagaming like the pilot can always log out if, if, if you're going to figure, figure it's not going to be safe or whatever so it's it, 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 it kind of dicey I'm not sure how, how, that, how that will work out okay and love let me let's, let's keep going with fast cards thing a pilot logging out I don't know if that would be yeah. a good thing because we're going to be rating each other on reputation right mm -hmm. so you know, if, if the pilot decides to say, hey, I'm out of here, uh, you know, is it going to be worth it? I mean, getting maybe some bad, I mean, because maybe even the crew might give that person, you know, a bad rating, you know. And they should. I mean, just kind of like how Uber has the stars. I mean, you don't want to, because if you're looking for crew, do you want to have a one star crew? Mm. If, if that system mm -hmm. persists where like, yeah, this person gets hired for PC jobs and mm -hmm. they're a one star player, you know, or, you know, if there's someone that has a reputation for, yeah, I like to fly gunships. Like, I don't like to shoot, but mm -hmm. I get in the combat zones and get out and I have no problems and they're a four or five star person. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can you should be able to reliably trust that and, and pay them accordingly, mm -hmm. you know. So I think that'll be a big factor in this, too, when it comes to crewing and uh, compensation as well as you should you should be able to have that information available to you okay. to make those decisions as an owner or captain. Okay. Cream pie for you. Thank you for the follow. And Proto Molecule, thank you as Love well that for the follow. Oh, yeah, no, that's a pretty that's serious be, that name. Be trouble. Proto Molecule 128. <laughs> Love we it. appreciate that. Okay. All right. So let's move on past the, uh, we, we've got a pretty good idea about captains and owners and that they may be synonymous. Is that right? Synonymous mm -hmm. from time to time. Okay. Let's talk about these areas of crew, we're gonna we're not, we're not gonna go deep into all of these, but we are gonna try and touch on them a little bit. Navigation, weapons, tactical, and scanning. And I would I would assume that most of these people will probably be in the con, right, in the in the control deck of a ship for the most part. 
There may be some of them that might have a station somewhere else, but in general, they will probably be within proximity of each other. Um, when it comes down to all of these roles here, what is the things that you have to worry about? And let me start with love this time for somebody who's a navigator for, let's take the navigator, for example, what are some things that you're going to be looking for in a navigator, um, when it comes to, uh, you being in charge of the ship? Um, so the navigator would have to worry about fuel efficiency timing. Cause it's not just, okay, we're going from here to there to do this thing. Can we, can we get there fast enough? Is there a safe route? Um, do we get support at those locations? If we're in a large care in like a Carrick, do, can we get support at that location or are we in a cutlass? And that's, you know, a pretty easy thing to kind of maintain in austere environments. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then probably, I mean, we're talking like outside Googling if the Moby glass doesn't exist, like as an encyclopedia in the game, you know, mm -hmm. a navigator would also be doing research of like, if we're flying to try to find certain materials, certain missions, certain jobs, they're doing a lot of research in that role. So mm -hmm. someone who's dedicated to research. That's important to have as a navigator. Okay. So you I think there's some pre-planning pre engaged with that role then, are you saying? I mean, not, not, I don't think so, other than mm -hmm. like identifying a navigator. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure like whether it's that chair behind the pilot in the in the cutlass that has the capacity to do anything other than fly or mm -hmm. if you're on the bridge of a carrick, like mm -hmm. you're kind of in that research position when it comes to like all these that you got on here. Okay. Were you going to say fast card? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just want to say it, 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 it depends. It, it, it matters to me whether or not the navigator is blind. Because if he is blind, he better have a prosthesis over his eyes so he can see. That's all. That's supposed to be an engineering. You're in the wrong department, I think. No, you started <laughs> out in navigation. Remember, the first season. The first that's season. That's true. The very first season. Yeah, that's true. Thank he you. was. Yeah, he was. Um, so let me ask you, uh, Fast Cart. Um, she just talked about navigation. Uh, what they need to be pretty proficient at. What about the weapons people on a ship? Um, and I'm not referring to necessarily like turret gunners. I'm referring to that weapons person who's up front. Um, any particulars with that person that you think that you'd be looking for? Good, good aiming, mm -hmm. good reflexes, um, pretty good, you know, accuracy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and wait, what were you going to say? No, I, I don't know what else to um, like, I mean, it basically, like, if, if he's gonna, gonna be control, controlling a turret, you know, he's gonna be, like, pretty good, has to be being pretty knowledgeable at what, at what the weapon is, and, you know, have some kind of coordination with the pilot and, mm -hmm. and the navigator to, um, to say, oh, I, 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 need, I need more coverage on this area, or tilt me this way, or tilt me that way, so th th that'll be important also, and communication. That, and that's what I was gonna ask you about, was the coordination between the navigator and the weapons officer, because that definitely is a factor, right? Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Dark Knight, let's get to tactical. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit different than weapons, right? Yes. You know, so yes. when it comes to tactical, what's so important about that position? One of the things I was thinking about is that the tactical really kind of deals with mission command, uh, infantry command, um, and uh, managing fleet operate. Well, maybe fleet operations at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um they would be uh, answering to, say, the uh, general or the colonel of the uh, of the say fleet themselves, but they're managing a smaller fleet. Uh, deployment of troops is what I was thinking about mm -hmm. with uh, with the tactical officer. They're going to have to decide which ground uh, troops to deploy, ground vehicles to deploy, 
Uh, and uh, they're going to have, I, I was thinking, like more of a chain of command when it comes to ground operations and flight operations, um, where you have almost like a, you know, you have a system and, and each of these smaller groups will answer to the next one larger. Uh, and the overall tactical commander would be in charge of all of that. And they'll have mm -hmm. to manage these little small pockets of groups. So. They might have to do a ground troop deployment and also manage a tactical flight uh, flight operation, but they'll have a, say a uh, a lieutenant or someone in, intervening to you know to give the orders to those particular areas. But the tactical will have a lot of lot of work to do, okay. uh, in my in my my opinion. Okay, love for the tactical officer and the captain, right? For some cases, they may be the same person, right? Um, the captain may be the one who's very much aware of the mission, knows how he wants to set up and do things. You think on the larger ships, it'd be better to have like, cause for some people, the captain's job is just to get them there, right? I mean, that's their main thing. Uh, but when it comes to once we get there, a tactical officer might step forward and decide as uh, Dark Knight was saying, okay, when we get here, this is what we need to do. They've done the research on who they're, if it's an attack or whatever it is, they're, they've, they're a tactician, right? They've kind of thought out what the how the mission will be accomplished. Um, do you think that that's like in Star Citizen? Do you think that people will get that deep about it? Or you think it'll just kind of still be like, really kind of read the mission thing on your Moby glass and let's go? <laughs> it becomes necessary when you're in like a voice chat with a large group of people. And I mean, the Carrick's the best example I have because we use it the most. Mm -hmm. There are two groups of people that need to talk to each other aboard a Carrick if you have enough people. The pilot which can be the captain i mean the, let's assume the captain is the pilot right mm -hmm. so the captain cares for the ship and the well-being of the ship mm -hmm. and there is someone who should be for the crew and the well-being of the crew and that includes if you have a tactical team that's like ready to deploy if you land on the ground mm -hmm. so the captain should be communicating only with people on turrets to keep the ship safe and the owner uh, of the ship, you know, if the owner is the person who's like, well, I decided we're using this ship for this operation, captain, get them there. Lieutenant, you're the tactical lead mm -hmm. and you lead the, the ground team and the, and their well-being. Mm -hmm. uh, um, that's, that's a model that we found pretty successful because you keep those two chats separate until the yeah. time to execute is near. Mm -hmm. So the ships, the ship crew with the captains talking to the turrets, keeping the ship safe, getting it in position. You wire, hey, ground team, ramps open, go. The ground team talks to each other and they go and do their thing while the captain keeps the ship safe. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. like that division there. Mm -hmm. Okay, very cool, very cool. Yeah. Um, let's jump down. Colossal, uh, not Colossal, I'm saying Colossal because I was going to say hi to Colossal. <laughs> hi, Colossal. He said hello, he hi, said Colossal. hello in chat. Hey, Colossal. Um, <laughs> fast card scanning. Um, you know, we've gone from like really no scan, well, very minimal scanning in the game. And now it seems like CIG is starting to develop scanning a little bit deeper. Um, we saw it start with mining. We saw it a little bit with ships, but now we're getting names on ships. We're getting serial numbers on ships and we're getting a raid from Kimmy. Awesome. A raid of 13. Thank you, Kimmy. And thank you, Kimmy's followers. We appreciate you guys uh, coming up. Hey, what's up, L-Doc? <laughs> Good to see L-Doc. Um, thank you again, Kimmy. Okay. Um, so, Regarding scanning, they've been kind of building on scanning now a little bit. Hey, Coffee. Um, one of the new things that they've showed us in scanning was that how now when you scan, they showed us this thing with the with the asteroids now, right? Where an asteroid can actually block 
the signal now. If you just if someone mm. flies behind it, where before you'd still see their marker, now they're saying that you can now do that. Um, what are some things? Hey, real Exodus, thank you, thank you, thank you for the follow. What are some? Why will a good scanning person be great? I mean, other than saying, hey, there's a ship out there. What do they need to do to be really efficient and proficient that you know makes them a five star person for me wanting to hire them? What do they need to be able to do? Be good at operating the equipment, be knowledgeable about the equipment, be knowledgeable about different ships and, mm. what, 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 and different ways that a ship can hide in different areas. It's mm. like, he would have to know whether or not a nebula would be able to hide certain ships or what would give away a, a, a certain ship and stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of data yeah. interpreting there. Yeah. yeah, data interpreting, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I like Raymar's answer. They need to be good at watching Twitch. I like that. That's a good answer, Raymar. Good one. <laughs> little, little stream sniping never hurt anybody, right? Okay, yeah. Um, that, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, you're, no, you're right, Fastcart. And I think that interpreting it, because we know with scanning, they're going to get even more specific, uh, whether that's for scanning not only types of ships, but even what a ship is carrying, um, you know, yeah. who's piloting the ship. How much information is that person going to be able if the ship is running stealth you know uh you know will they like you said be able to use that equipment proficiently and well and, and they need to know which ship can, has, has a cubby hole or whatever they, they can hide different um yes different things that, yeah. that the ship yeah. we're gonna hide like i think the tourists mm -hmm. could to have one of those yep yep very good yeah carbon tail says something says i think that a scanning officer is ideal for managing fleet scanning from external sources like a terrapin uh, and, prior yeah, and prioritizing yeah. the targets, mm -hmm. prioritizing yeah. targets, right? Yeah, they can see the field. They know what's what's most dangerous and least dangerous. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where the threats are, right? Who are the real threats? Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's like you said, there's a lot of processing of data that that person's got to be able to handle, especially when you start getting multiple ships in an area, you know? Um, right. And, that, and, and most importantly, they have to think in three dimensions, because two dimensions yeah. is, is going to cut up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Renlin, yeah, good point. Also, be able to relay info on long range, particularly bombers. Yeah. You know, I was just about to mention that that there's going to be a lot of ship to ship uh, scanning communication. You're going to be trading data back and forth, mm -hmm. and uh, there's going to there's going to be officers that are going to be in charge of doing that, and it's going to re uh, re require a lot of knowledge, I believe. Yeah. So, Lev, let me come back to you. So, it seems like remember we talked about that these people in the beginning. I said that. It, more than likely, these people, for the most part, should be within distance of each other. You know, they're in the con together. So it kind of sounds like that all these people at some point will honestly be communicating with each other, especially when there's a form of engagement, right? Um, uh, something happens, the scanner person defines, uh, here's something that's coming from this particular direction or whatever. Uh, you know, the navigation person responds to that. The weapon person says, this is what I need to be able to do. To, it's this type of ship, you know, what type of shields they have. It really seems like all these people will kind of be working right together in coordination, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before before operators fire bullets or, you know, boots on the ground, it's a, it's going to be a lot of data gathering, or at least we hope, you know, that it's sophisticated with the uh, with the information going out from mm. the environment, you know, because that's the first piece is information has to go out for um, for us to receive it. Mm -hmm. So once they receive it, that's kind of where our for instance, is the scanner going to be the navigator? I assume based on that, like it sounds like someone's going to be a multi-hyphenate. They're sitting at the computer desk in the upper bridge of the Carrick, like mm. the playing field, interpreting this information, and you cross it over to that person who's dedicated to weapons that says, mm -hmm. 
we are there's this incursion can we deal with this or do we need to leave you know and mm-hmm. then that's when because you you feed that information to the captain to make the decision you know you're just information gatherers and you tell them the situation okay. and they make the decision okay very cool yeah. um let's jump down here we're going to change up on the gears on the topic on this one um and i'm going to go to dark knight then fast cart then back to love on this one um Dark Knight for gunners. You know, some people on ships are going to be multi. Um, what's the word I'm trying to think? Multi role, multiple roles, right? Multi-role. And, and some yeah. people may have an exclusive role, but some people are literally going to be moving from one thing to another. And I think that one yeah. of those positions will probably be the gunner position. Um, you, you may not be sitting in the turret all the time, right? And I'm referring to right. turret based. I'm not referring to the people who's sitting up front in the con. But people like in a hammerhead or a, a carrick, those two rear turrets in the back type of thing, or a turret on top of a starfare. Um, what are we looking for from those type of people that are? What kind of skill are we looking for from gunners? I think you other than and turning on a turret. I mm-hmm. think um, I, I definitely think they're going to have to be cross trained. They're going to have to be multi rolled. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have to be handling. I, I believe handling more than just gunning. They're going to have to be handling weapons uh, loadouts and and inventory for uh, all of the ammunition. They're going to have to have a little bit of engineering thought into it uh, mm-hmm. to be able to go and fix a system immediately if necessary. Because because at some point if they're in a, not in a turret they're, they're either standing around doing nothing or they're helping out in other areas of the ship mm. um and i would also see you know it, it could be that you say have someone that's working in the kitchen cooking food and then you know something happens and they immediately have to go and jump into the turret right across the way from them um you know if necessary or be able to grab arms i think those are your general infantry type of uh detail Mm -hmm. um and they have to have that kind of multi-role to be able to handle all of those as well as be a good gunner gotcha gotcha uh real exodus 82 thank you for the follow i'm sorry we missed you when you popped that in there but thank you for the follow um okay so let me move to the next person there fast cart um we talked a little bit about the gunners and them also being part of a multi-role in the crew list what about security um, is that something that somebody needs to be dedicated to, or is, are they going to have multiple, you know, roles on the ship too? Cause are they just standing around with a gun hanging across their holster or their shoulder, or are they going to be, uh, you know, are certain people going to be assigned to security? How would you do that one? I don't know about assigning security, but I mean, maybe like someone to say, oh, I, I'm free at the moment, so I'll, 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 I can do security. Also, um, I want to bring up like, they can have multiple roles, like um, in case a fire breaks out on a ship, who's going to who's gonna take care of the fire? Mm-hmm. Or like if, if, if a ship needs repair, or who, who's going to help help you get repair? You can do um, multiple roles that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the fire part is definitely important. You have to know where the, um, the fire, the fire apparatus is on stuff like that. Okay. So, Coffee Gaming, thank you for the subscription for six months. Thank you, Coffee, oh, thank so you. much oh, for you. following us for thank six you. months. We appreciate that. Okay, so I know, don't get me wrong, I agree. They're a multi role person. Um, but when I talk about security, I want to go back to security, though. I don't want to get into the other roles because those are coming up down the, down the pipe. What will, what do you need security for? Maybe that maybe that's a better question to ask you. What do you need security on a ship for? The doors are locked. Oh, yeah. What do you need security like, for? Uh, traders. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Love, did you say traders or traitors? <laughs> Which one did you say? <laughs> traders, if there's morals. Oh, is- uh, oh. Board, like... Go ahead, Love, yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
What did you say? Like love? if there's a mole, just like if there's a mole, you know? Yeah, like okay. if you hire a sketchy crew and someone's like sabotaging mm -hmm. your ship, like you gotta have someone like yeah. ready to pop up or something. Okay, okay. I'm saying love. You, you look <laughs> sus. I, I'm, I'm suspecting you. You said it. Why? Why did you say that? <laughs> so I'm trying. I I've never played Among Us. <laughs> so fast car, go ahead. You were you were telling us some okay, other okay. reasons. Go ahead, fast car. What you were saying about security? What what are the other reasons? Oh, I forgot it. Is, um, oh yeah, to, to, uh, boarding and, and prevent boarding and to board other ships. Like especially if you're, if you're on like maybe you're a pirate or or you're on uh, some kind of Drake ship, you know, and you're trying to board board another ship to get out of the loot or to get or, or, or get a bounty hunter. Like you're looking for someone. Mm, okay, dark. Are you gonna security for that? Okay, dark. Were you gonna say something? No, I was just uh, mentioning on security and actually fast card, you just kind of uh, pointed on that. But uh, other things I was thinking of is uh, at stations and you're protecting your major entry points uh, while you're, say, loading a ship full of cargo or you're docked or ground landing. You want to protect space, you know, the area around your ship or even your homestead or bases or, you know, or your own personal hangars. Uh, at some point, you might need to have somebody there to watch over that depending on how what side of the law you were on so um so yeah that was, that was just my addition to uh what fast card had said okay okay very cool all right love let me come over to you with this one um in engineering um you know mr scott whatever you know wh wh why is engineering important what are you looking for in that person I think that'll depend on how equipment, if equipment's going to like degrade over time kind of quicker than you think. Because like right now, things don't break unless you scrape them or they get shot at. And so if if we see things like, you know, okay, well, things just degrade over time and you kind of have to determine, well, how long is this op going to be? Do I need an engineer? Like I'm skeptical to bring in a dedicated engineer. Like you hope someone in your crew can whip out like a multi-tool and kind of tweak things. But maybe engineering could also mean like you need to advise the captain, like don't run the engines too hot. You're going to blow them and we're going to be stranded. Mm. You know, like turret gunners that are using lasers, like you need to watch that power distribution or else like, we're going to run out of power when we need it most when mm -hmm. we're trying to get to and fro um so maybe in either of those cases in terms of repairing or from an expertise standpoint of like i'm the engineer i understand these components and like the performance of this ship mm -hmm. please don't break it so is engineering and I'm, I'm going to go by the way the mfds are currently set up i don't know what cig is going to do in the future but is engineering going to be that person now that's handling power allocation toward weapons, shields, and, and saying, you know, while the pilot's flying, so the pilot's not having to worry about that, or maybe the pilot's mm -hmm. saying, I need more shields on my starboard side, and you've got that, because you know you, that person can literally control where the power yeah. allocation goes. Is that the person who's going to, because you can't pilot and be doing all that. Correct, yeah, so that's, like, like we were talking earlier with like the navigator and other stuff like that like mm -hmm. is that what they're doing in their mm -hmm. spare time like in the in-between if the navigator's a lot of pre-planning mm -hmm. and maybe they're doing in between it. is that yeah it just kind of depends on the distribution of you know roles and responsibilities but i mm -hmm. i would think based on what sig has said about how components will work and stuff that someone will either have to just pilot their ship very carefully or have someone watch for that stuff so it doesn't get damaged or um mm -hmm. it doesn't over or underperform okay is the um, uh fast cart engineering person um who in we're talking about this cost to be the boss thing right 
who's making sure that whatever needs to be on the ship is on it for somebody to do any type of like love machine was saying repairs and stuff if opponents if a component's got to be swapped out some of you guys have seen now in 3.13 the gladius has now been given uh act you have access panels now to reach the components they're all external but we know that there are internal components as well who is covering the cost of that uh is it the owner of the ship uh who who's going to make sure that all that stuff is there and, and we don't even know how it's going to be stored right now but and let me say one other thing at citizen con when we did the thing at new babbage at the, the apple store remember when they have they have all that stuff downstairs They've got a yeah. cart down there that's designed for like engineering and stuff for scanning equipment. And I guess to monitor whether or not components are wearing down or need to be repaired or whatever. So evidently that role, like many other roles is going to be built out so that if you do need an engineer, they can actually work at that level. But whose responsibility do you think fast cart to, to make sure all that stuff is on the board? Is it the engineers to say, Hey captain, we need at least, if we're going to do this mission, we need to bring at least two of these, three of these, five coolers in this, or is it, you know, I just show up and everything's there, hopefully. I think it, uh, I, I was just gonna say previously, it, it, I think it, uh, we haven't mentioned, it depends on the size of the ship, but if you talk about a freelancer, maybe the owner can handle all this. If you're talking about like an address, you're gonna need some, some more crews to, to, to handle all, all, all the logistics on the ship. But I think most of the time we talk about smaller ship, like a freelancer or a constellation or even that, um, it's gonna be the, the owner who take care of all that. And, uh, and, the engineer, engineer, and the engineer, if they have one, will just be in, um, in charge of maintaining it, making, making everything work, work, works well. Okay. Zinian Zero, thank you for the rate of 58. Welcome, Zinian Zero followers. We appreciate you guys Zero. stopping by. Zinian, thank you so much. Hope you had a good night tonight with your stream. Folks, we're talking about uh, the cost to be the boss and talking about what is it going to take to operate ships in Star Citizen, particularly in multi-crew scenarios. And we're just kind of working our way through the crew roster right now of the different departments on the ship. So if you guys have any thoughts and ideas, be sure to drop them in chat and we would love to uh, be able to respond to them when we see them. Um, Kimmy says, officer leads will now use the meeting rooms to go over department status. Yeah, I'd like to see that happen. I hope we have enough time for that. <laughs> I hope we have enough time, yeah. You know, well, I mean, maybe, there may be, you know, I don't know. Perhaps. Yep. <laughs> Carbon Carbon Tail says logistics officer is responsible yep. for spares. We're gonna that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Food, water, yep. ammunition, etc. The purchasing and acquisition of said items on a real naval ship. And that's coming up. So thank you very, very much for mentioning that. Okay. Um let's see. Did we get all the ones in here? We did, right? No, we got one more to go. No, medical. Medical, 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 medical. And Vengeful, 1977, thank you for following for four months. And is that Creepin' D3A7H? Thank you for the follow as well. That's a cool That's a cool name. Okay, um, Dark Knight, talk to me a little bit about medical. We've been seeing CIG recently, you know, showing that it seems like they're starting to, as they're closing out mining, I'm assuming they're closing it out now, and they're starting mm -hmm. to move toward medical. We saw all yep. this cool stuff come out with the multi-tool. Now they're showing us these, you know, um, different things that we can use to heal people, heal NPCs, heal our friends, heal ourselves. Uh, the Cutlass Red is in the game now. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what are you going to be looking for in medical? Uh, on a crew, I'm talking about a multi-crew ship. Is everybody got to worry about themselves? You're going to bring a medic on board? What do you think? Right. 
I, so I, I, it, I think it kind of depends uh, on the size of the ship, obviously. Uh, if you're on a smaller ship, you're probably going to be doing all of that yourself. Uh, you got to at least know how to put a Band-Aid on okay. <laughs> and, and at least be able to kind of somewhat stabilize yourself until you get to, say, another, uh, another medical, uh, a higher level medical location. But if you're on, say, a Carrick, I was thinking about this. Would you do surgery on a Carrick or would you get them to a point where you could get them to a surgical center? Uh, in that case, would you need to have a surgeon on board and, or an ER or, you know, and uh, other technicians like x-ray techs or things like that? It's probably going to be all one and the same, and, the, and you know, in the way in this game, every you know, whoever's going to be the medic is going to have to know how to do all of that. Um, but say if you're on an 890, it might be your medic might be just to get you fully stabilized until they can get you to a center where you can get, uh, say, your leg replaced. If that you know, if you're doing you know, cybernetics or anything like that in mm -hmm. the game, um, and uh, you know, and, and the Cuddy Red obviously is a stabilization ship. Uh, mm -hmm. Get you on board, stabilize you, get to to another location, and I think medical is going to be diff you know it's going to depend on where you are and what that particular situation is, um, okay. whether or not you're going to need a medic full time, if you have someone that can also do other things like I, I think we have mentioned the logistics officer, maybe they can also be a medic, okay. Um, okay. you know something like that. So yeah, those are my thoughts as far as how medical how I see it. Death of a spaceman is going to be uh, the big changer when it comes to that. Okay. LM, let me come to you because I know you and your team, you guys use the Carrick a lot, right? And we've also, if we go by the track record of Chris Roberts, if he puts something in the game, and I'm not talking about some small little thing, I'm saying if you see him focus something in the game, it usually means that there's going to be a deeper meaning to it or more to it, right? It's not just cosmetic. On the Carrick, you've got a full bone freaking medical bay. I mean, it's got rooms, it's got three tables. I mean, it's, and right now, all people doing here is just go, you know, to get on the table just so that they can respond. But it seems like they're going to create like a medical department on that ship. Um, what do you think? Do you think that um, having somebody on your ship, because that's supposed to be a deep space, long range ship. It ain't like you just go out for 15 minutes on a Carrick. Once you go out yeah. on that sucker, you're out there for a while. Are you, would you want somebody, I'm not saying they have to be, a dedicated medical person, but would you want somebody who has really good medical skills and maybe they do something else as well on the ship? Uh, definitely, but I will go back to what Dark Knight was saying. It totally depends on the size of the ship because, mm -hmm. yeah, for if you only have a Cuddy Red, you really might have to have someone who has serious skills mm -hmm. if you're doing a long range mission. But like a Carrick, I think, I think they identified there are tiers of these ship medical bays, mm -hmm. and the Carrick is. Not in the top tier, I don't think, tier when two. it comes yep. to like uh, tier two, right? Mm -hmm. So compared to an Endeavor mm -hmm. or the Apollo series, but it can take care of quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So you, so that should get you and your crew to where they need to go and mm. should like, I mean, you'd have to worry more on the Cutlass, but on the Carrick, you might not need that expert surgeon level. You should mm. probably find yourself stable and healthy enough to continue until you make it to port. Mm. Um, I mean, it's safe to say at that level. So mm. I would see, I could see medic being, you know, okay, well, someone's a turret gunner, but so-and-so in the port turret, they're also kind of like the medical genius for now. So mm -hmm. if, if yeah. you jump out the seat yeah. and help out if you can, but I don't like on, on that type of expedition, like, mm because that's what the Carrick's made for is lots of long, stable, like expedition. I don't, I don't think mm -hmm. you need a surgeon there. Okay. Okay. And I, and I, again, I'm only mentioning it because I'm looking at the way it's laid out. 
You know what I'm saying? I agree with you 100. Yeah, yeah. Internal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're saying, like it is laid out to be very nice and a luxurious. It's one of the most luxurious parts of the ship. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the 890. I'm, I'm sorry. Part. As much as I love the 890, the eight, the 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 Carrick has a way better medical facility. So the 890's yeah, got the, the 890's got that freaking MRI ring, and that's all you got in there. You get an MRI, and that's all you're gonna get. You know, so I, you know, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, the Carrick area is luxurious, mm-hmm. but um, yes, and I think is. you should be able to take care of take care of stuff i don't think you need a surgeon in there that, yeah. that'll get you to where you need to go okay fair enough fair yeah enough. That, that cutlass if you're in the back of that cutlass you need to get somewhere probably <laughs> you go ahead press cart were you gonna say something yeah i i think it depends on what kind of player you, you, you're going to be like there's going to be some players who are more risk risk taking mm. and don't mm. care like how often the, the character dies or how often they, they experience death for the space man and yeah. then there's gonna be people like me who never want to die want to keep that one character for as long as long as they can and they're gonna, i'm gonna try to get the best surgeon or the best medical people or the best medical gear on, on a ship that i can get yeah good point carbon tails let me answer your question just as is as it is as it is a skill-based game and not a stat-based game uh, isn't everyone going to be able to do all technical tasks like medical repair and turrets? The answer to that is yes, everybody can do it. The question is who does it more proficiently? The medicines, for example, that they're going to give us, we're not just going to have possibly one medicine or like the drugs that are in the game. You, we're saying who's most knowledgeable, who knows how to apply it and use it, who can recommend how badly you're hurt or injured. When it comes down to using weapons, for example, the person who knows that it's better to go ballistic versus energy uh, or even what type of energy or some people know that this gun is a great gun, but once it gets to a certain range, the fall off on it makes it terrible. It's only good up close. So I think we're just kind of focusing on when I say what type of person are you looking for? We're talking about more people who are knowledgeable and understand whatever that particular career or equipment is so that you're getting people who really, really know their stuff. You know, And, and the reason why we're talking about this is, again, with this whole idea of the cost to be the boss, my next question to the, to the group after we get through this, this next category is, how do you pay them? How do you decide to pay these folks, right? Uh, is it going to be by percentage? Is it going to be you negotiate with each one of them? So we're going to come to that once we get through this very last category. So I'm going to hop off medical and I'm going to go to this one and see if anybody knows what that term means. Any of you guys know what that term is? It's not a term used. <laughs> it's a term that's used in Hollywood more than anything. Yeah. What is it, love? Yeah. You know what it is? The people who, who make the arrows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, make, make the bullets. Nope. The catering well no. of the crew. No. There you go. There you go. Well-being. Of the staff. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Just to give you that's a piece funny. of a piece of little bit of history, if you ever look at a film budget for making a movie, craft services is one of the highest areas of where they spend money feeding people Uh, right feeding people mm -hmm. because when you feed people you keep them happy and cig has told us that even when you have npcs the way you treat them will be reflected in the game and if you treat them well and take care of them they will respond better and do better if you push them too hard or don't let them rest or you don't let them eat then they're going to be cranky or you're going to have problems with them so it's not just from the human standpoint now here we go Let's go back to your Carrick, love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to, to Dark Knight on this, but I'm gonna pull Love's Carrick out of the deal, okay? The Carrick has a nice kitchen on it. It's another yes, it ship does. that's got a and nice that's, kitchen. Yes, it does. SR does too. This, Can't wait to stock it. This, like, this, this, this is true. Kitchen. I mean, there's a lot yeah, of ships. There's a lot of ships that have really nice kitchens, and it's not just there for decoration, right? Mm-hmm. So who's stocking that bad fella? Right, okay, let's 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 go back. 
we went through all these people, navigator, weapons officer, tactical, scanning, gunner, security, all right? All these people got to eat. And I'm going to use the example of, the once again, loves Carrick, and you all are going to go mm -hmm. out deep space, right? When you do your contract, Dark Knight, are you going to tell mm -hmm. everybody, BYOB, bring your own bag, <laughs> or are you going to be providing as right. <laughs> part of your deal? Are you going to say, yeah. I'm going to stock the fridge, I'm going to stock it, that's, mm -hmm. part, that's part of my compensation to you. Mm -hmm. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I'm going to make sure there's water and drink there. Because that's part mm -hmm. of what happens in film. That's part of the compensation. Which one do you think you do? Are you going to let your kitchen be empty? Or are you going to stock it and say, you know what? There it is. I tell you what, it's, you know, it, I would love to say BYOB. But, you know, in, in the case of taking some taking a carrot out on an expedition, somebody wants to go somewhere. And that person is probably the owner and the captain have this idea of where they want to go. So they're going to hire a crew to go with them. And this crew's got to man be able to man turrets. They got to make the food. They got to scan, navigate, and all of those all of those things. The person in charge of making sure all of us are fed and make sure that we've got all of that stuff, you know, all of our hospitality basically taken care of. It's mm -hmm. going to be a logistics officer. They're going to be in charge of making sure food supplied. They're going to be checking to make sure we've got, you know, toiletries and make sure they've got, uh, you know, uh, cleaning supplies and things like that. They're going to be in charge of that. Now, of course. It might be multi-role and have to go hop in a turret, but they are going to be in charge of that, and it's going to be paid for by the owner. They're the ones that are funding the whole trip, and they're also paying the wages, which we'll get to later. Um, and uh, and it's going to be their responsibility to make sure money is there for the logistic officer to be able to order the things that they need to order to stock the ship for their expedition, pretty much. Okay, all right. Fast cart, what about you? Are you going to stock your ship or are you going to tell everybody BYOB? Depends on, depends on the journey. If it's a quick journey, BYOB. If it's a long journey, uh, I'm going to stock the ship. But, it's, but I just want to say, it sounds to me like, you, you know, you, you, should be, you should be investing in a cut and uh, in, in, in dumping that, that old 890 jump. Cause that 890 jump isn't going to do much for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, can, it can do a lot if people don't get lost in there. Yeah. <laughs> right? This, this is true. This like, is the true. kitchen in there is nice, too. I like the kitchen in the seating yeah, area. Yeah. But they're, they're Carbon. pretty far away. I want to go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. into carbon sales is carbon sales talking about people's ability to do things and i've been reading you carbon the last point though i do want to make a slight comment on uh carbon says looking at mining as the most complex and fleshed out mechanic we have to date anyone can learn to mine in just a couple of days good leaders and managers though are not easy to find was was their only point uh not that it matters we have no clue as to where we'll go and, and carbon just so you know we kind of said there's a bit of theory crafting and a bit of you know giving ideas based on what CIG has told us in the past is obviously we don't know exactly all these things, but we are kind of going with some things that we've heard about them. And I would agree with you on, on much of that, but I will also say this, I've seen people mind they blow you up all the time, all the time. They blow you up. Don't let them get to know quantanium or listen, they'll blow you up all the time. And I mean, you can try to show them all you want. Some people do not get mining and I've known other people who you're right. Give them a little bit of time. <laughs> they get it. Um, because not to be funny, but as you know, different lasers, right? They're adding the new components that are gonna be on the subcomponents for lasers. So I'm just saying, hopefully your people know how to use that stuff, know how to work together collectively and collaboratively. Um, I just think that there's still gonna be, even though, like you said, it's not like this typical skill thing or skill point thing, I think that there is a proficiency level that will make some people have better reputation than some other people, you know, however that might land in the in the long and short of things. Um, 
Love, back to you on this one. Stocking your ship. Oh, we had a couple follows. I'm sorry. Uh, the Khakis, thank you for the follow. Saros25, thank you for the follow. Denarius, hey, Denarius, thank you for the follow. And Vengeful1977 gave us a subscription for four months. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, love, craft services. BYOB, are you going to are you going to cover them? Uh, I'm with fast card on that one. I second that emotion. If it's a long expedition, you probably got to like bring your own, but I'd like to keep stuff stocked. I mean, if they find a way to automatically kind of do it, like a, you know, with the cargo buying, that'd be, that'd be nice. Then mm, is mm-hmm. like when you all first come aboard, like everybody should be bringing what they can You fill your pockets before you go. And then, yeah, if it's a short expedition, eh, bring your own snacks. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Well, let's hurry up and make sure they get that limited inventory in too, because you don't want mm. nobody coming on this on your ship stealing 100 protein bars from you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want that sucker to be cut off. You can only carry like eight things because people will be hitting your fridge. I know some people that will be hitting my fridge on my 890, and I'll be really mad. All right. So. <laughs> <Don't rate> it. <laughs> yeah, really. You know? Yeah, you know. Hey, Griff, what you got in here, man? Yeah, what you got? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Griff. Yeah, smokes if you got them. Yeah. Yeah, smokes if you got them. You're just smoking my cigars smoke and everything. All right. Okay, so let's let's go on to this next subject here. Um, where are we at? Okay. Uh, weapons, ship weapons, and armory. Um, now, the reason why I'm talking about these, this actually comes back to the owner, right? Um, what are some factors you got to be thinking about in the sense of the cost for these areas here? But now I'll give you an example. And I've used this before on the show. Uh, when I got an 890, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying when I got an 890, I was so excited. And so I started thinking about what it will take. No, no, no. And so I started thinking about what it will take to trick it out. And once you start realizing, I think Colossal said that when he tricked out his Carrick, he spent like almost two million just starting just with components and stuff, right? Yeah, I remember. On, yeah, on the yeah, 890, I opened up the I opened up the freaking armory. There's 32 gun racks in there. Times five thousand. <laughs> I'm saying seventy thousand just to put the freaking guns to protect the ship. Right. So, so I, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to this stuff. Who you know? What are some factors you got to think about when it comes to? Because mind you, when your ship blows up, even if you got the LTI, you get your base ship back. All that oh, money you spent on all that right. other stuff, unless you insure it, it's gone. Yep. So look at what number. Look at what number one says. Oof. It gets costly. Okay. Yes. So all I gotta quick. all I gotta say is you better put your ammo on layaway. Yeah. For real. No, you're right. You're right. All right. So love, have you thought about that as far as when you start tricking out your ship? You know, you want to get it ready because you you know you don't want to necessarily go out stock. You already know you got to get the ship prepared. What have you thought about in the sense of that? How are you going to draw that money to, to for you? It's optimizing the time it'll take to get more money. What's the most important stuff first? Which I think off the top of my head, at least is like quantum drives. Like I prioritize that. I need to get mm. to places to make the money first. Mm-hmm. Weapons is a matter of your level of risk and how you fly and fight. If you fl- if you fly fight with a crew and you know, like I need to get revenants for those, those people in the turrets. Mm-hmm. Like sure. If you're doing PVE builds for that money and you know, you can just use your like smaller lasers and, and get in like, sure. But I mean, I, to me, it's a matter of when, if you're starting out, it's a matter of prioritizing what you need to make more money and optimizing mm. the time spent. Okay. Okay. Fast cart for the armory. You know, you're going out with some people. It doesn't have to be a big ship, just a moderate ship, but you're going out with a crew to do a mission. You got some friends helping you. 
Uh, are you going to expect them to bring in their own weapons and their own ammo? Are you going to help provide it? Are you going to recommend what they should bring? What, what, I know everybody has their preference of what they like to use, but are, as the leader, what, what are you going to do in relation to that? It depends on the mission. Like if it's, if it's a low paying mission, I'll probably expect people to bring their own stuff. If it's a high paying mission or it's a dangerous mission that I can't complete it by myself, mm -hmm. I may supply, may supply some equipment and some ammo and stuff like that. It, it depends on the, on, the, on the situation. But most of the time, I expect people to have their own stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, let me go to Dark Knight on this. Um, Love said something that I thought was a good point. She said that I'm going to start buying things based on what will help me be able to accelerate me making my money, right? And one of the first things she talked about was her quantum, right? She says, because because time is money, right? If I can, I can cut my time down traveling and get some things done, and then I can start building on it. What would you work on after something like your quantum? What would be the next thing that you'd be looking for as an owner to build up for your ship? Probably power management. And okay. then moving on to shields, because I think that would be the next, you know, the next process. Because I, if I go with shields first, I might not have the power to drive them. Mm. So I'm going to want to get the power management together uh, and, and then go for shielding and then move my way forward to other things such as buying weaponry and things like that. And, and obviously it's going to depend on, you know, the ship that you have, whether or not it was properly loaded out in the first place. So if it mm. had a decent shield to start with, I might be able to skip over that for a minute and then go straight to something else and come back and redo the shields later. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some ships come with pretty good shields, you yeah. know, out of the box. So, you know, if you have one of those ships, you could do power and then move to say weaponry, come back to shields if you know how to manage your shield strength and things like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with Dark Knight. That's what I just want to say. It depends on the ship. If you're dealing with a combat ship, you're going to deal with, you're going to probably want to prioritize more of the combat stuff like weapons and stuff like that mm -hmm. before you have to. If you're dealing with a Carrick or 890, you want to deal, you're going to deal with the shields and, and power management and stuff like that first. So I think mm -hmm. it depends on the ship. Okay. Good point. Good point. Good point. All right. Let's jump to this one here. Uh, Fast Card, I'm going to start with you on this one. Components, and this has been kind of a controversial piece when it comes to, you know, fixing your ship right now in game. And, I'm, and this is just a matter of preference. I'm not asking you if it's right or wrong. I just want to know what you would prefer. Right now, if I'm flying a, um, uh, let's say I'm flying a 315P, right? And I can mix and match what type of component I put in my ship. I can put a racing something in and a stealth this in, you know what I mean? Or in, in different industrial this in, I can mix and match. Do you think that CIG should allow us to operate that way? Or do you think they should make like, if I'm flying a, a Eclipse, right? It's a stealth bomber. Should it just be all stealth components? And maybe there's a bonus if I use all stealth or if I mix them, let's say that I decide to put an industrial shield in there but there's some type of negative to it. You know, if I put it on my stealth ship, maybe it works very well, but maybe the uh, energy draw is a little higher than normal, or maybe the recharge time is a little longer. Which one would you prefer? That there's, you know, if I use all parts that are the same, that's good and it's a bonus, or that I can mix and match, but if I do that, I've got to watch it because I might hurt myself in the process. 
this is going to sound like a cop out, but again, I think it depends on on the ship and what what you want to do with it. If it you said C fifteen P, so I'll, I'll do with that specifically. I believe with a C fifteen P, I would want to uh, mix and match. But if it's like something like a Super Hornet, I would definitely try to get all the best and try to get the, the best set bonuses out of it if that possible. I, I can. Uh, you know, when, when Star Citizen uh, Arena Commander first came out, everyone was mono voting. They were putting the same type of weapon on on on, on all the slots just because it made it easy to target, made it easy to, to hit things. I, I'm pretty sure that's you know they, they may not they may not call it that anymore. Because it's like you know the, the min maxing and everything to um to get the, to get what you want, but I think whatever people w would want to, to do on their ship, they should be able to do. Mm, okay, love. What about you? What do you think? Mix and match, or go with what uh, what you? Uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying which way they're going because we've we've heard them say both. At one point they're saying no, it's got to be components that fit the type of ship. Then they went back and said no, we're gonna maybe allow you to mix and match it. Which way would you want to see it be? I mean, the drawbacks already exist. Um, if you do an all-stealth build, you can see that IR go down. And if an Eclipse isn't running an all-stealth build, you can see it and take it out before it can get to you. Mm -hmm. um, and like with my quantum drives, you already can see the drawbacks of like, okay, so I have the size one grade A military, but I don't have enough fuel to go all the way. So I need the industrial so I don't know the future of SIG's ideas on how they're going to split it up. I, I like the split mm -hmm. they have of industrial, competition, civilian, military. Um, I like I like those categories because they do already have their implications of their their pros and cons. But like, who knows how sophisticated? I I, I don't think they should make it specific to well this is a military ship it can only house military components like mm -hmm. that kind of takes away the choice from the player of mm -hmm. so i have this by its nature a military craft but mm -hmm. i'm converting it to do a civilian purpose mm -hmm. like um with the hercules i guess would be that type of example of like yeah you can have a military hercules mm -hmm. it gets in and gets out fast it has beefy shields or do you want a military hercules that has industrial power and industrial quantum to be a cargo runner instead mm -hmm. um i think they should leave that option open for the players to to optimize to their needs okay and, and i guess for me i'm thinking that i'd rather find a way for them to have it both ways right i gave this scenario if i go all yeah. stealth i get the bonuses the bonus. of that but if i yeah. decide to mix and match i have to be very aware as you mentioned of why purpose reason and to fast cards point what's my purpose of doing it and then when i do it make sure that the balance is there if i'm going to take a sacrifice in the area i want to make sure i know i'm taking the negative in this area if i decide to use that particular component and maybe there's a bonus on another component you know what i mean so I like I'd like to see yeah. him use a little bit of both of, of both of a, those a set bonus that increases efficiency or something yeah. like what if, what if if the military has a specific bonus mm -hmm. as opposed to well if you're using all yeah. civilian you have more fuel or right something, I don't know. and right. if you have a military mm -hmm. you get better power flow mm -hmm. I, I don't know not to mention the alien components like isn't the Sikoran shield yeah. technically a Banu yeah you know so that'll be more complicated if there's multiple types yeah. of uh alien components for the different species and stuff mm -hmm. let me go to something that kuno asked kuno says if you're dealing with a non-combat ship that still goes into potentially dangerous areas such as a carrick are we going to see or should the community ask to see cig make make more things that will help us outrun threats as opposed to fighting them to answer your question mm -hmm. kuno uh i think that the problem is, is that many of us not you but many players are gauging um, the performance of ships in the game, 
now when there's actually nothing really balanced permanently yet. We've, we've gotten nowhere near understanding what type of durability, what type of um, hit point. Well, they've given us stuff to work with for now, but armor is not efficiently in the game yet. Shields are not balanced yet in the game. And, and I do get the impression that what they will allow us to do, there will be some ships that if they don't have defensive capability or offensive capability, they'll have defensive capability. If they don't, like what's, what's the one of the, the ships like, um, there's a couple ships that have the automated defense thing that's supposed to, we don't even have that in the game yet to protect you from if somebody fires a torpedo or missile from you from the rear. They're, they're, I forget uh, what they call the term. Somebody in chat helped me. Point defense. Point defense, thank you. There's things mm -hmm. that they haven't even put into the game yet to help ships. Like, for example, an 890 vulnerable. People see it as vulnerable. But let me tell you something. Try to take out a Carrick. Try to take one out. Seriously. If it, and, this, and I'm talking about once you've boosted it. It's not a small task to take out. You have to have the right ships to take out a Carrick. Um, and, and the same thing with an 890. Those ships that people can see as vulnerable. I still feel the same way about ships like a Hull C. I don't think those ships are going to be the ducks that people think that they're going to be. I think that they're going to make it that you're going to have to really work to get those ships. Otherwise, it's just too easy. So right now, it's hard to gauge, but I do think that they're going to make sure that there's balance on both sides, that the gameplay remains fair on everybody's point. And I'm going to try to be, I'm going to try to run away because I'm definitely going to have my ammo on layaway. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's go to Dark Knight on this one uh, with components, upgrades. Um, are you going to just save your money? Like right now, you can go from like a, a let's say a, a class one grade A, a grade D, right? And you really want that grade A. Are you going to go through the process of getting a C, a B, and an A? Or are you just going to save your money and say, hmm. go from D to A? What are you going to do? That's a tough, okay. The MSR, I immediately changed that quantum drive out like okay. that because that thing was so slow so yeah maybe i might uh, throw the money at that real quick but i might take my time and save up for the other ones if i do, don't feel like it's 100 percent necessary like if i'm saying a, um uh i'll use my msr again and i don't think i need as much cooling i'll go for a c cooler okay. you know um mm -hmm. or b cooler mm -hmm. uh it might not be as important when i'm doing uh data and cargo running as, mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to do uh blockade running mm -hmm. um so it, it might be a different case um and, and I, I kind of see that as for all of my components, aside from my quantum drive, which I would want to have the best one I possibly can have, I think. But mm -hmm. that's going to have to be efficient. So finding out which one is going to be best for me. Is it going to be a military A or is it going to be an industrial B? Okay. Um, you okay. know, or a civilian C? You know, one, mm -hmm. it, it could work in, in many different ways. That's mm -hmm. how I see it. I'm glad you caught the trick question. LM, he caught it because there are some people that automatically think if you get the top thing, it's the best thing, right? There are some and things that's not true, right? Because what's the, what's the what's, what are some of those negatives? He caught he caught my trick question. What are, <laughs> what are some of the negatives when you might jump all the way to that top run thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you meant you were referring to how like there's A, B, C, D, but there's also the number grades. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. yes. Yep, yep. Yeah, from yep, yep. zero, one, two, I 
think, I mean, I'm sure there's math on it. I'm sure there's people that have done the math. Mm -hmm. and it may be minute right now, mm -hmm. but it is a, there is a difference between getting the correct grade, eight, like the Spectre versus something called the JS100, mm -hmm. like the Walmart great value version of your great <laughs> Target, like right. mm -hmm. power plant. Um, so, I mean, again, like there's people that, have, that run the math. And who knows if the math will be that simple? Right. Like, what if it's 87% versus 95%? Or mm -hmm. what if there's also, like, so it runs less power and it also is less efficient. Like, they're going to figure out the math and they're going right. to tell us about it. But, I, I mean, in general, A is is top tier mm -hmm. um, until, until they change it out. Mm -hmm. And even when they do figure out the math, the, the, the game is an MMO. So that, that um, entails that things are going to keep changing even when the game goes live. So even right. though you might figure it out everything from day one, things will change six months, a year down the line. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be con constantly having to update and, and keep, 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 keep your game up. Right. Some people found out, for example, oh, on official business, thank you for the follow. Underground Aesthetic, thank you for the follow. And Black Chaos 903, thank you for the follow as well. Um, some people found out, for example, in the Carrick, if you put in the faster quantum, you definitely save time. I I, I can give you, oh, we, yes. had, we had a, yeah. one time we left, we were leaving from, uh, I think it was Colossal. A bunch of us were at um, our corp and we were gonna meet somebody at Microtech. And the person that was meeting us was leaving port O. So if I'm remembering correctly, from our corp to Microtech, it's like 50 million or 52 million kilometers. From port O, it's like uh, 56, I think, something like that. Something weird. The numbers are like maybe just a few million separate. When we got to Microtech, that person was just getting to 20 something thousand, 20, 20 million away. They were 50% of what we were, and we left at the same time. Now, wow. here's the kicker though. That sucker eats fuel like it's going out of style. Yep. So that's the trade-off, right? Yeah, you got there faster, but what's your fuel consumption after you get there, right? So you're right. I think that there's, and I think we're gonna see that. I think we're gonna see what are the pros and cons to any components that we put in the ship and we just can't make that. Thank you, Colossal, the TS2. You just can't make yes. the assumption that if you put the number one thing in there, that you're maybe getting the best of whatever it is. It might be in performance, right. but maybe in economics, it's gonna hit your pocket later or vice yep. versa, okay? Military drives, you know, the military stuff, it's great, it's mm -hmm. hardcore. It does, you know, it's the best of the best as far as what it's gonna do, mm -hmm. but you can't put a military quantum drive in, you know, in a, in a Connie Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, and, and Baylor- If it fits. If it fits, huh? Fit it in there, but good luck getting where you're gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> ba Baylor says something that was mentioned in uh, SEL this week when we were talking about fuel and repair and all that stuff this fuel consumption will be huge in pyro and i and, think and baylor hopefully i'm going to elaborate on what you're saying what they said from cig was is that traveling across the system is not going to be you're not going to have all these fuel stations and so you're going to have to be very conscious of when you're traveling because you may run out of fuel so even if you get that high performance whatever it is if it's guzzling gas yeah you'll get there fast but you might come to a stop real fast too if you're not able to reach where you got to go so that's going to be something else to give some consideration to as well um, okay, let's move on to our next, next, next piece. This is controversial. Insurance, love, LTI. Everybody likes LTI. Everybody <laughs> waits for LTI. Everybody upgrades for LTI. And LTI, you know, at one point people were thinking LTI was the bomb. 
Then there were people saying, ah, LTI doesn't mean anything. Then all of a sudden it started coming back to, well, maybe LTI is such a good thing to have. Um, and we know that CIG has told us that when our ship is destroyed, that you basically will get a your ship back, right? Right now, when it happens, we get it back. Sometimes it's a few minutes. Sometimes it's a little longer than that, right? To get your ship back. Um, when it comes to insurance, LTI gets you your ship back. And then I think CIG has said that you'll also be able to insure other things, such as the cargo you're carrying. If you want to insure that, you'll be able to take out insurance on that. If you buy components and upgrade to your ship, you can pay for insurance for that. Um, I'm not going to talk about the cost, but I am going to talk about not the cost in the sense of Jaja. Thank you for the three hey, months thanks. subscription. Three three months coming back. Three months with us. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, here's the question I want to talk about with cost. I don't want to talk about monetary cost. I want to talk about time. And we started mm. on this a couple of weeks ago, and I said when we got to it this week, we were going to it deeper, right? How long should I have to wait for my Carrick once it's been blown up? I mean, is is time something they want to keep forever? That's something I'm not too educated on because I know right now their reasoning is, well, we don't want people to just blow up their ships just so they can respawn faster and get mm -hmm. that guaranteed like right at the second. So, mm -hmm. um, so is that something that they were thinking is a permanent component of the insurance? Is that well, like the time? Does anybody in chat remember how long it takes? Do you remember how long if, if your carrier gets blown up? Does anybody remember how long it takes to get it back? I, right now I in game, so I don't know. Um, because I know a hammerhead's like thirty minutes expedited. Expedited, okay. Do you know what it is yeah. on regular time? Ooh, I have no Colossal idea. says one point four hours. Cut carbon tail says one hour. You guys are saying it's one it's hour ex without expediting. Is that what you're saying, or is that with expediting? Man, I have to Google this. I have to think about. Yeah. I know for the six hundred. Okay, without. Okay, without. they're saying it's without. Hour. Okay. Without. All right. So without expedited. Okay, without. Okay, thank you, gang. All right, so now we know that's right now. That's the way it is right now. Yeah. Right. Hey, that's gonna change, y'all. Keep just so you know, <laughs> it's gonna change. It's yeah, gonna change. Gonna like it, it is gonna change. And, and for the, but yeah, listen, for those of you who were around a couple patches ago, they jacked that time up and people went crazy. Oh, they went man. nuts when they last. jacked that time up. So I can tell you now, a uh, eight ninety was eight hours to get it mm. back, and if you expedited it. It cost you forty five thousand, and you still had to wait an hour to get it. Man, now, that's what yeah. the computer off. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> so, that's like ending up in prison. Good night. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Colossal as the guinea pig. Colossal says that right now a Carrick is an hour and fourteen minutes if if you if you do the uh, expedite. Now here's the question. I'm going back to you, love. Once the game is ready to go, what is a real practical time that you should have to wait to get that carrot back if it gets blown to smithereens? And, and you have LTI. And you have LTI. LTI, your ship's got to get built. It ain't sitting in some showroom. How long should we have to wait in the game? Oh my gosh, are they going to make it dependent on what station you're at too? Do they want people to play the video game or not? Well, <laughs> this, hey, this is on you. 
This is on you. I mean, that's not, wait a minute, wait a minute. To your point, that's not stopping you from playing the game. It's not stopping you from playing the game. So, you know, you can still play the game. I, I mean, it's got to be something under an hour. Fist like, of Face said two weeks. 30 minutes. Fist of Face is two weeks. Black, Black Chaos is 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. All right, give, give us a number, love. Give us a number. How long do you think? An hour, half an hour. Half an hour. Ooh, you got half some. Y'all be out there some hurt feelings. Let me go to let me go to Dark Knight first, and I'll go to Fast Card. Dark Knight. How long should we wait on that carrot? Love's carrot got blown to smithereens in Pyro. How long is she gonna have okay. to wait for that bad fella? I want to say for right now, I'll give you the thirty minutes because the way the game is just. We ain't talking about right now. I'm but talking about when it's all said and done. When we go live, fist to face, might have something to say. Because two weeks, it could might it might take that long for some of these ships, you know. But they're also we're not supposed to be popping ships as fast as we are either. These ships could, uh, should be taking a lot of time to get taken down. Do you see what Colossal said in chat? Look at what Colossal said. Thirty minutes. No, we <laughs> yeah, said after that. Video game or not? Okay. All right, chat. You know, two weeks, chat. maybe. Yeah, come on, chat. Y'all put it in there. How long should we wait for that character to come back? All right, fast cart. What do you say? How long for that character? It's been blown to smithereens in Pyro. I understand the premise of your of your question. I just read the question because I think they're gonna they're gonna have something in stock. You know, it, it, it depends on what station you're at. What they, if you go directly to the manufacturer to the manufacturer or whatever, they're gonna have they're gonna have a character character on a hand. So I think it depends on that. But if you talk about if you're just going to get something built because it's cheaper, or, or because of the terms of the insurance for a character, week and a half maybe. Non expedited, yeah, week and a half. Week and a half. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have stuff on stock. You're gonna, you're gonna be able to get something quicker if you pay the extra money to get to, to, to get expedited. But that's just an LTI. That, that's just for LTI. Now, I'm not talking about like an upgraded insurance that, inc that includes your components or whatever cargo you, you might have you might have insured, <laughs> insured with. Just for LTI, week and a half for a carrot. Carbon Tail said two weeks when we go live. <laughs> I, um, I see it. In there, people yeah. are kind of agreed it's going to be long. Yeah, so they punish people that have the see, big ships see, now. Oh, see, love, see, love uh, is attached I mean, to that character. That's what we can see. You can see, you can see she's well, attached well, to that character. <laughs> 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 well, you talk about a cook. Imagine people who long, lose their interest or lose a, a, a javelin. Imagine how long that, that that's going to take like a, a month. Remember, okay, for for comparison sake, like Titans and um, Evil Online, they take. I was three just months. about to say that. Yeah, they, they, they take three months right. for, for yep. Titans yep. to do. I was just about to say that. Yeah, in Eve, there's the, the large. This is the largest ship in the game, the Titan. It takes three months just to get it built in the game. Mm -hmm. If you so, lose that sucker, and, and not only that, you have to supply all the materials and blueprints and everything to get that sucker like built. It's like $3,000 in real U.S. currency. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal, trust it's me. Brutal. It is really brutal. It is really brutal. But they're hard to take down. You, you lose that thing, you're going to jump out the window in the game. You'll shut your computer off and just jump out the window. That's it. You're gone, okay? <laughs> so. I think about that right now. Like, oh, there's two weeks for this character. I might take up a new hobby. I might go to some classes and stuff. 
I can see it take, taking a month or, or so, but for like, I, I kind of, yeah, maybe week, week and a half, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm going to split the difference and go with a Carrick for a week for a Carrick. Okay. I'm going for right now, for right now, for right now. She's still, she's still ready to lose her mind. I'm going to go at least a week on that sucker. Okay. Because the Carrick's not that big, too. But, right, right. I have right. things that are bigger than that. Well, it's kind of big. It's big. But here's the kicker. Now, I, but, but Colossal might be right. It might be closer to two weeks. Now, if you start scaling these ships, and, and, and think about this, because Chris, they did talk about the fact that, as someone mentioned this earlier, don't forget, we're getting these ships back base. We're not getting them with the stuff in them. Um, when the ships come back, they, they've even talked about the fact that when you get the ship back, it may be even a situation where you have to go to where the ship is at because the manufacturer is making the ship. We don't know if it's mm -hmm. going to pop up in your computer or you've actually got to go to pick up your ship. But if a Carrick, I'm just going to use this as a baseline. If a Carrick is two weeks and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a, a Carrick at two weeks, where do we go with a Constellation? Roughly. Anybody? Yeah. How long? Hmm. A week and a half, constellation. Week and a half. Connie, popular. Wait, yeah, we haven't even factored manufacturers and um, materials and like how easy it would be to like a Connie. I feel like would be a lot easier to get back, wouldn't it? Smaller. Compared to a Carrick? Well, yeah, yeah, they're definitely. Yeah, smaller. I think so. Compared to a Carrick, yeah. Oh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Connie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying if if a Carrick is two weeks, a week maybe. For Connie. For, for Connie. It's it, it about the, the drama, right? Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I, I, I imagine the Aquila is going to take, take longer than the well, we're getting, We're getting four, four, to, four to seven days. Longer. Yeah, people are saying four yeah. to seven days. So they're kind of going for that near a week, five days kind of thing for it. Uh, for fighters, what do you think for fighters? Any fighter, F7, anything's a fighter. Day. day? Um, for small fighters, maybe two days. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be Maybe. like an eclipse or something would be well, longer. It would be like one day. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and I said it before, like, I, I imagine a manufacturer will have monkey ships on hand. Like, you have right. no reason to, to, to wait to, to, to build something from scratch. Yeah. You, you can just, if you had LTR, I don't know. Kind of yeah, but fast card, you talk about millions of players. I don't know about them being on hand. How, I mean, how fast are you producing these suckers? Every time one gets, I mean, think about how often people going to pop the ship. I mean, if you may you may have a hundred of them blown up in one week. You gonna say the manufacturer got a hundred of them sitting around? I don't know. I, I think that's a stretch. Different systems. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is even if they got them around, how long is CIG gonna make you wait? That's really the mm. question. I'm not worried about building okay. time. How long will CIG make you wait to get that shit back? Okay, let's step oh, it up. No, no, no. I'm not talking about building time. No, no, no. Building time is based upon the lore and in in in, in, MO, yeah. in MMO. But I'm talking about how long do you have to wait to get your shit back? That's, oh, that's what we said. Okay. How long is CIG gonna make you wait? Yeah, I I I, I would lower my estimate. Come on, Dad. I'm talking about building no. time. Okay, so what are you gonna say then? What's your what's you saying for for getting the Carrick back? Carrick for building time? No, to yeah. get it back. No. Oh, just get it back. Yeah, I would say a week then. I would have it. How of it? All right, you're down to a week two. Okay, all right. Yeah. Kimmy said two to three hours. Okay, let's jump it up now. Idris. <laughs> a month. Love, how long yeah, for a Idris? Month. A, a month. A month. <laughs> 
She gonna get brutal now. My care got in me for two weeks. Yeah. You know that Idris is gonna be a month. You know that Idris is gonna be in there at least a month. Damn big flying potato refrigerator looking whatever that is. We talk about how long TIG will make you wait, right? Oh my god. <laughs> If someone has one, we destroy it. I'll wait. A, I'll wait till the next month to see it again and destroy it again. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's step it up again. Kita says there's only an hour for their interest. Okay. Let's let's step it up one more. Let's go to a ship like a kraken. Mm. Mm. Forty-five days yeah, a month and a half to two months. Again, this is just how long CID will make you wait to get it back. Fast car, right? quit asking right. us the same question over and over again. Yes. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Yes. But a Kraken? Yes, a Kraken. Five weeks. Ooh, five weeks. Okay. Uh, Orion? Hmm. Man, can we just cap it in a month? Because again, look, people want to <laughs> Do I have to go a season without a spaceship? Like, oh man, Christmas break. Well, I don't have the crack of season. Okay. <laughs> so, so, okay. To, 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 to Love's point, I will say this, okay? The question becomes, this is risk versus reward a little bit, right? If I'm taking my ship out, is it worth it, right? Ultimately, is it worth me taking the ship out and possibly losing it? So to balance that, let's say that we do say a Carrick is a week. I'm just going to pick that off the top of my head. Let's say it's a week long to get a Carrick back. What's the compensation for that to help that not be the situation? Do we make it so that the Carrick is more powerful in the sense of its shielding and armor so that it's not easily taken down? Is that how we offset uh, it? Yep. Yep. I think that's I think that's the key right there. I think these ships, these very very large ships, they're going to be so hard to pop that it's going to be repaired more than it will be replaced. Yes. And so you'll go take those back into dock. You'll get those refitted if necessary. New engines, new you know whatever needs to be replaced will be replaced. It'll cost so much less, even with insurance included, to get it repaired as opposed to get it replaced. Because then you got to replace all the components, mm -hmm. and that's a lot of money. Yeah. So. So, you know, those big ships, they're going to be hard to take down. You know, they're really going to be hard to take down. And if you can get one down, wow. Yeah. Now, I mean, lefty, it's going to be like taking a big ship down in EVE. Old Lefty just hit it on the head. The big difference between your ship being destroyed or you being damaged or, you know, disabled. Because exactly. it, I was going to say, but, I was say Kimmy had a point too. You have the crucible or you have a logistic. Um, but that, for, that's true. But, 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 but before you get to the crucible, before you get to the crucible, I'm, let's distinguish the difference between destroyed and needing repair or disabled because there may be instances that where you can salvage your ship and the cost will be much faster to get it repaired than for it to be destroyed. So now what the other balance of this is, is that if you're in a battle, right? And I mean, there's going to be a lot of reasons why you don't want your ship to be destroyed. One of them is the fact of how long is it going to take me to get my ship back? Ab absolutely. That is a factor. The other factor is what about your crew? Remember, we were talking about this cost to be the boss. You got, let's say, 12 people on your ship. And you're and those people, if they are killed in the game, are going to be impacted in some form based on death of a, a spaceman, right? Some people may come back with hardly any injury. Some people may come back losing a limb. Some people may be that might have been the last life that they could have had, and now they're gone, and they got to start a whole new character. So whether you decide to stay in a fight and fight till the end, or whether you decide to say, I'm out of here, because the risk factor is too great for me, not only for my ship, but my crew, 
then you might decide to say, hey, forget it. I'd rather leave and get repaired, which I can afford to do, versus losing my character for a week and a half, which I cannot afford to do. That makes sense? Not to mention the um, implications for the re refuel and repair gamers. Mm. That adds a lot of. Um, right. adds a now, lot of now you step into it. Now you step yeah. into the crucible aspect. Now we start right. talking about why yeah, that starts Vulcans. to affect the gameplay. The Vulcan, mm -hmm. absolutely. There you go, love. Hitting it right yeah, on the head. That adds the implication for them to be very crucial to mm -hmm. to gameplay in in all places. So what we're saying is, what we're saying is, if you don't want to wait a week or two to get that correct back, just fly, just fly with, with, the, with the good group and, and don't fly alone to anywhere dangerous. Or if you have to go with dangerous, take a big, big group for, with logistics and, and support with you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's see. Carbon Tail says, to be fair, it should cost you more to fully outfit a ship than the base ship costs. Oh yeah, it does. No, no question about that. Uh, this will virtually end the pay and win. Absolutely, agreement. Absolutely, absolutely. Go Mab, I see them removing destroyed from the table for most large ships, maybe really damaged and needing extensive time consuming repairs. I, I, I would lean more toward, I see, I know where you're going with that Go Mab, but I think that it will, if people know that you can't destroy it, then it's gonna be like a eh. I think that it's just gonna be extremely difficult to destroy yeah. Idris, very difficult to destroy a Javelin, mm -hmm. uh, even a Orion. I mean, if you look at an Orion, Orion is no small thing to try and take out. People think, oh, I'm gonna go attack this Orion. You're gonna get blown up with an Orion. Their drones alone are pretty powerful. So I, I just kind of, I think they're just gonna make it very difficult. As you mentioned, anything that's capital class, even something like the Kraken, which we, which we quote unquote heard, doesn't necessarily have the armor strength of something like an Idris, but it's still formidable. Even taking something like that out, I think is gonna be no small task, you know? I wanna add to that too, you know, worse, you know, for uh, gameplay. If we wanna have engineering and repair and things like that inside some of these larger ships, mm -hmm. they have to be able to be that sturdy for that gameplay to actually be implemented. Otherwise, if they're going to pop that fast, why have somebody go and repair a, a breaker mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or, you know, or do something like that? Yeah. What's the purpose if they're, you know, if the ship's going to go down that quickly? Um, right. So it's going to have to be a balance, a real, real balance on how fast can you take down a capital ship versus, uh, you know, how much time is going to be uh, needed to pull out gameplay. Okay. Kimmy and Gomab have something interesting here. Kimmy says, 48 hours max to replace a capital ship. No way Chris Roberts will be able to handle the backlash from the community. Gomab <laughs> says three days. I say y'all both wrong. I say you're both wrong. I say that a minimum, a minimum on a capital class ship will be one week, minimum. Yeah. Minimum. I, I, there's no way two days on a cap. People will just blow them up and cover. There are people who own two and three Idrises. And they, and they honestly will blow one up and take another one out. I guarantee you to, to put value on those ships. I got another one just like it back home. And to, listen, to put value on those ships, they got to make them valuable. And value is going to be mm -hmm. related to time, not just the bucks that they spent in backing the game. And I guarantee you, it's going to be longer than two days. It'd be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Listen, you saw how they squawked, over, they squawked. Listen, they squawked over eight hours. I agree. People went crazy, but most of the arguing came from the fact of people who may only had one ship right. and when they couldn't get back into the game, they couldn't play. Now, mind you, to, to Love's point, 
when your ship gets blown up, if it's the only ship you got, that means you got to go work for somebody else. Either you're going to be running boxes oh, back and forth on Hurston yeah. to make some money, or you're going to get on somebody else's ship and do some work, or you're going to rent something if you got money. So there's other outs. There are other outs in the game. Well, no, my point is there are outs in the game. You're you're not blocked. You're not in prison. Yeah, you're right. Right, right. You know. I swear they really, really, really made a way for people to not play a video game with the system, and that's what I'm hoping they avoid with this. Do they want people to play the video game or not? Yeah. 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 No, there is an out. You can. There's already people that are passionate about being crew members and not captains and owners mm-hmm. there's people that'll never buy more than a starter package and they just want to step on board so right. yeah that's that's well, fair that's old, fair. old lefty says a good point here too the biggest problem right now is losing a ship when it's not your fault the player's yes. fault yes. Once, once we have real exactly. persistence and that there's no ships lost no 40 30ks all yep. that stuff then it will be a different story thank you that's a good exactly. point exactly yeah. Absolutely. griff hasn't agreed with my post because i talked about the eight nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Admiral. Don't, don't don't get me started. Don't get me started. Okay, that four four is something. I can't wait till see Griff. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump on this next one here. We need to move along here. Let's talk about owner versus shared expenses. Uh, Love, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Um, when it comes down to, um, and this kind of is more like org related, I guess, to a certain degree. Does your org? like help with the expenses when you guys do stuff on your ships or is it pretty much on the owner? So there are two models that for I mean fuel. I'm sure there's for fuel. Real... I'm, I'm for fuel. I'm sorry for fuel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I'm sure there's real economists that like put this together and are smart about it, but in our org, like there's kind of two models is is a captain requesting a crew to like do things. You know, that's when you, you know, you pay the operators because it's, you know, your privilege to have these people come aboard and do and do stuff. Or are people looking for an opportunity to get paid and they can come on and like, they can, you know, use your turrets and and guns and stuff and get paid Mm -hmm. in those bounty missions. Like Mm -hmm. those are two kind of distinct situations. Mm -hmm. Is a captain willing to compensate some people for their time Mm -hmm. or is a, is a turret gunner or a crew member willing to, uh, at the behest of someone else make money? Like Mm -hmm. in that instance, that's like being on a hammerhead, you're a turret operator. The captain doesn't pay those people because you are getting money from those bounties. And if you have called arms, you're getting a bonus. So at the end of like a hammerhead run where we've done like 40 minutes of shooting ships in space and everyone has like a 60K payout, the captain lands, it costs about 30K total for fuel and ammunition because you just spent a lot of revenant ammunition. And Mm -hmm. we split that up evenly between the turret operators, not the pilot, the turret operators. Mm. And so they pay the pilot uh, a cut like it, it's about eight seven eight k a person to cover the fuel so they'd have now made 50k instead mm. of 60k and everyone's got because everyone like shared those missions right that's okay. different from you know hey i want to come on a carrick and help you out or whatever like they kind of get significantly less payout and the captain pays the fuel there because they're they're you know there was no promise of pay to the operators like the operators kind of get paid at their own will Okay, okay. So that's how we because we most often like crew a character or a hammerhead, and we're doing bounties. And uh, if everyone's getting those shared missions, mm-hmm. you know they already get a payment, so the captain right. doesn't pay them, but they pay the captain to cover the fuel. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Best card. It, it comes up to fifteen percent of the of a cut for of the, the cut. operators. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fast card for you when you if you work for somebody, somebody brings you on board. <laughs> 
Um, are you going to set the? Thank you for the. Oh wow! Thank you for the five subs. Thank you. Thank you. And Scuba Steve, thank, thank you for you the raid. Much. I didn't see your raid pop up. Thank you. Uh, Pouton Barbecue, thank you for the follow. And Jod Jod, I think I said something. If I didn't Jod Jod, I'm sorry for the three month. Um, but thank you again, Seth. Uh, we had Seth's picture up here earlier. Um, let's see. Uh, Pippin Hot Pop Potato? Potato? Pippin Hot. Piping hot, pop, papado, piping hot. Thank you. For, I'm saying Pippin, God. Piping hot, papado. <laughs> thank you for the follow. And Akita D, thank you for it. And 97.9, thank you for the 100 bits. Thank you all oh, so thank much. Thank you. We appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. I, they, they messed up my head now. I forgot what my question was. Uh, I know it's just to me. Yeah, I know. Afro oh, Afrotastic, mm -hmm. thank you. Good to see you, Afrotastic. Thanks for the follow. Uh, oh, I was asking you, Fast Cart, when you factor in somebody paying you to do a job, will you be factoring in stuff like fuel? Or does, or you don't, you just, it doesn't make it, you don't even think about fuel, just pay me my eight grand or my 10 grand. If I'm, if I'm the owner or- No, you're being hired, I'm, you're being hired. Somebody's hiring you. I'm being hired. Yeah, and you're flying your ship. Or to fly my ship and I'm being hired? Yeah, like maybe you're escorting uh, me. You're escorting me with my whole sea and I just want oh. you to escort. Mm. It depends on, uh, I, I keep on saying this, but it, it depends on the distance and it depend, depends on, on, on the mission. But um, I, most of the time I'll probably be, be um, I'll be willing to just take what, whatever, whatever they, they're willing to, to, whatever they're willing to pay or like um, we, we agree on the set price mm -hmm. and we don't de deviate from it. Like if you say, say you can pay me 8K to do this, then just pay me 8K to do this. And I, I, I'll probably be, be good with it or whatever, okay. or whatever the, um, Whatever the full price would be, depending on on, on a missing or whatever you're doing. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, then my question to Dark Knight. By the way, Sethius, thank you for the one. Oh, wow, one thousand bits. Thank you, oh, oh. thank you so much for that. <laughs> Sethius is hooking us up again this thank week. Thank you, you Seth. Um, Dark Knight. I, I joke about this all the time, and I, I think you may have heard me say this before. I have two accounts, right? I've got my mm -hmm. main my main account. Uh, and then I have a secondary account and my secondary yeah. account, I, that's all my luxury ships. There's nothing on there but luxury mm -hmm. ships. That's it. Right. And I make my money with my main account. And then I use the ATM machine <laughs> to send that money over to my luxury <laughs> account. Right. So that's how, that's uh -huh. how I'm funding those ships. That's how I'm paying for the fuel for them. Right. For uh -huh. do, do you have uh -huh. any certain way that you're going to be factoring in for fuel and stuff when it comes to especially larger ships? Cause love gave an example mm. of how their crew breaks it down with people. Do you have any kind of system going on with how you're going to, because fuel is going to become, and weapons and ammo is all going to become a factor later. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I was looking at it in two different ways. And, and Love, you came up with the, you, you were talking about the org situation or the way the orgs run. And that way, our orc is kind of similar and it runs that way. We have, you know, there's tiers of um, uh, of how things are paid out. You know, mm -hmm. the owner of the ship is going to ultimately be the one that's going to take majority, you know, but or to divvy it up or to uh, make sure fuel is uh, uh, paid for out of whatever the income is. Mm -hmm. Now, this is for larger ships. This right. is for larger ships. Um, if you're going on to say a smaller freelance, I'm a freelancer. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not, not in a freelancer, but I'm a freelancer in, in my MSR mm -hmm. and I'm running cargo for somebody as a, and just carrying stuff over. I have to factor in fuel for myself mm -hmm. and I need to figure out how much is this going to be worth my time and money to be able to do, you know, to run this cargo from A to B 
or should I, you know, look for another contract? Because uh, I got to factor in how far is, how many systems do I have to go through? Do I have to go through Pyro? Is this going to cost me, you know, X amount of fuel? And am I going to be able to afford it, you know, because I don't get paid until I get the delivery made? Mm -hmm. So there's all those little things I got to factor in if I'm a freelance, uh, you know, freelance pilot. But in an org, uh, it's more structured. You got a financial officer who's probably taking care of, you know, the income for the org, how it's split up. You know, if you're having a fleet go out, there's divvy up for that kind of thing. But if you're joining in as a crew and a membership uh just as a gunner that you know there's you know there's still some income from that uh but it's it's different based on the actual um or, or actual operation okay. that's going on i would say okay very cool i think i think i made a point <laughs> yeah, cool no admiral kusanagi says many people this is to what you were just saying many people won't figure in expenses they'll just give round figures to cover everything but that's when the competition comes into play knowing your numbers so there I will agree. be some people who are out there who are the bean counters Great. paying attention uh yeah. lefty says i would expect things Great. to get complex later when there are ships so large that we staff them with npcs than people like an agent smith so npcs get paid uh, then you have to wire your players <laughs> to your friends also. Uh, J2, hey, J2 says, if your whole sea gets destroyed during that run, your escort still gets paid by that method. Better, I think, to offer escorts a percentage of the run's profits. Better motivation to make sure that the load gets where it's going. Plus, hmm. if it gets blown up, nobody gets paid there you go yeah. huh? so there's some, yeah. some people some pay cool per hour so that would solve that yeah because i know some people you know they just say oh i'm hiring escorts for 75k an hour or something but yeah, uh, yeah that does not factor in uh completion yeah yeah very true okay all right let's jump on we're going to get near wrapping this up in a minute we got two more categories to hit personnel accountability versus liability and here's my question you're the captain of a ship you're running this ship. You're bringing on a crew. Um, remember, I gave that a scenario earlier where I said if you're, if I said Love's carrot got blown up and she had twelve people on there, uh, some of those people might just come back with minor injuries. Some people might come back losing a limb. Uh, some people might be that was the last time they could afford to die, and you know they got to create a new character. Um, as the captain of your ship, do you need to worry about that, Love, or is that on them? Yeah, that is the responsibility of a captain yep. of a large vessel. They are responsible for the safety of the ship. Mm -hmm. And while you might identify someone else to like in immediate care of the crew, like a logistics officer or a medical officer, the captain is responsible for understanding what the navigator has told mm -hmm. them, what the armament has told them. We are in danger or we are not in danger. You need to move this thing or we need to shoot that thing. Mm -hmm. That is on the captain. And if a captain can't keep up with that, you relieve the captain. All right. I, I just, Go ahead, Fifty. I just got to say, say one thing. What is the, what is the person is just a dumbass? Like, you told them not to stand in the fire, but they stand in the fire. Well, well don't play with them anymore. Somewhere. Then you <laughs> don't play with them next time. Well, hey, listen, listen. I'm gonna we go. Discipline. I'm, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with non Roboto's statement. Fast card. Here's the scenario. You're the captain. All right. And you're getting ready to okay. start, and you're going to go into battle, right? You, you finished a mission. You and everybody, you've done your mission, right? You're on your way back home, and uh, you're on your way back home. You've made your money. Everybody's happy, and all of a sudden, you get attacked. Some ship comes out of nowhere, starts attacking you, right? And you say, "Who is this so and so attacking us?" And you tell the navigator, "Turn the ship around. Let's let's wipe this guy out." And then your 
uh, scanning guy says, uh, Captain, I can't afford to die because if I die in this mission, I'm going to lose my character and I got to start all over. And then you say, well, I'm sorry, sir, but this guy's fired on us. And then he draws a gun and holds it to your head. <laughs> so my question is, you know, what would you do in that scenario? Would you stay in the battle and hope that, you know, is, is yeah, I mean, what's the deal? You're the captain. I mean, it's your call. What would you do? First of all, that scenario would never happen to me. I would always run away. Uh, call, call me, call the captain, run away, just like in Doctor Who. Okay. But then, second of all, if if it's an easy target, I, I'm pretty sure whoever is afraid of dying, the, the target will be so easy that that that, that person will be okay with with going after them. But if it's something like you know, I, I, maybe I'm high or something, I'm, I'm 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 tired or frustrated or something like that, then I would say if, if, the, if the person hold, holding a gun to my head. It's Okay, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna die over this. <laughs> you win. All right. Moreto, thank you for the follow. Sinprex, thank you for the follow. And Ralin, thank you for the follow as well. All right, Dark Knight, same scenario. Yes. You're the captain. You're coming back from your mm. thing. Everybody's happy. All of a sudden, you get attacked. You say, turn around. Let's blow this joker out the water. And your navigator says, your scanning guy says, Captain, we, if I lose this battle, I'm going to die. You can't. No, we're not going to have this fight. I refuse. What are you going to do? I think it was uh, Nona uh, Roboto. Uh, space him. That's it. Because I am the captain of the ship. Or if the captain that's in charge. Picard will not let you. He'll tell you to get out of uh, the bridge and go hide somewhere. Because I told you that this is what we got to do. I don't want to die. Guess what? You got on the crew. You, you are a crew member on this ship. You signed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you yeah, put your but, name but what if he says I didn't sign up line. for this? But he says I didn't sign up for this. We did the mission. I want to get paid. Read through. It was right there. It was at the bottom of. Are you also the waiver in your like in your contract in your contract? Okay. You didn't read the terms of service. <laughs> okay. The fine print. The fine print. All right. Fair, fair enough. I, I will leave. I will leave that there. All right. I will leave that there. All right. We're going to hit our our last topic for the night. Um. And this gets into crewing a little bit. Um, and this subject has come up before. Uh, first of all, I want to ask you about, I'm going to skip the first one and go to the second and third one. When you run a ship, are you going to run minimum? Like sometimes you'll say, like it'll say for a constellation, minimum crew three. Or they'll say maximum seven. Or are you going to run right in the middle, five? Wow, thank you, Sethius. Seth, thank, thank you. Sethi, thank you again thank for a fire. Y'all make sure y'all give Sethius say thank you if he's sending out those subs to folks, anybody who's getting them. We appreciate that. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna find the middle ground? Are you gonna go with the bare minimum to save some money and pay? Are you gonna go with the higher number to make sure you got yourself covered with a little extra? What are you thinking about? Let me start with fast card on this one. I'm thinking about my 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 banning measurement. I'll probably go with the the average or the maximum, and depending on um like at the start of the game, I'm pretty sure I won't be able to afford everything. But as I build up my um revenue and the cash and everything like that, I'm going to go toward maximum. Okay, okay. Dark Knight, what about you? I was kind of you know thinking the same thing as uh, as FC, and but um, I was thinking about this my ship. Uh, my my fleet, what I would run because say if my MSR it's got three you know room for three, but would I really carry three at most? You know it depends on I guess on what I'm doing. 
Um, am I going to be in an area where I need two turret seats? I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I probably want to have maximum on my larger ships, or at least close to maximum on my larger ships. My smaller, medium-sized ships, I could probably go with one or two less. You know, it just really depends on what I'm doing at the moment. Um, you know, if you're in a Connie and you're running cargo, it's probably not as much as if you're trying to run cargo through a, you know, war zone. So then it might be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Love, what about you? I'd say across the board, minimal for a couple reasons. The fewer crew, fewer splits on payouts, and you have maximum engagement in terms of, is everybody on board this vessel doing something or invested in something? Mm. Uh, whether it's a Cutlass Black, I mean, you could say a minimum is one or two. I, I think the minimum is identified as one. But if it's a pilot and the second person is the turret scanner, like they're going to be engaged with turrets scanning power. If you have the minimum of, I think a Carrick says four or five, your captain pilot and a couple turret gunners, maybe a supply person, they're going to be like fully engaged. So while maximum might be nice um, in terms of like fewer points of failure, fewer communication, you know, misunderstandings, uh, and a better payout. I, I say minimum across the board. Okay. Are they gonna say for, 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 for minimum that 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 just means less people to to, to, to split their um mission reward. You get paid more. Yeah. Yeah, but it also means that um, I'm, I'll just use love scenario with the Carrick, right? It also means you don't have anybody on that top and bottom gun on that ship. You've only got the ones on the two side turrets, or the top and turrets, and the side ones aren't fit. So you could have four gunners or two. And that, so my question becomes: Are is there a ship? Is there a ship that all that needs to be manned completely? Is there a ship that needs to be, in other words, every seat needs to have somebody in? I don't know that there is. I'm just asking, is there a ship that needs, every seat needs to be in? Like a Connie, if you've got three people in those front seats and you've got the upper and lower turret, that's five people, that's every seat. Is that necessary? But, but like a retaliator, right? You've only got the engineering spot in the back and you've got the pilot. That's it. But you've got bunks for four on that or five. No, I'm sorry, you got the turrets. There's what four turrets on a on a on a on a retaliator? One, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah, I think there's seven. I yeah, think it's seven I, I, people, but only six six beds. Something weird like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get with Colossal. Like the Orion or the claim that you're probably gonna win yeah. uh, all the people, all the people on there because you you, you need all the people to to operate everything. Okay. Any yeah. other any other ship? I was thinking the the Idris or the um or, or, or the Javelin is gonna need all the you know the, the bridge crew and probably most of the uh, the other crew too because I mean unless you're like I can't imagine operating that ship on a on a skeletal crew and and, and expect everything to be efficient. Okay, and then that'll move us to our next subject. Hey, Keita, thank you for that. Seven beds plus the captain's quarters too. Okay. Let's jump to this this final thing with Blades, because Blades has come up over and over again, AI. And I've heard various things from CIG, right? This is the one thing that I've heard, and please chat, correct me if I'm wrong, or panel, if anybody's heard anything different about this. I have been told that you will never run a ship with all NPCs. That's one of the things I remember hearing. I also remember that this, at one point talking about a percentage, like maybe a th maybe 30% of your ship can be NPC. This was a while back. I'm not saying it's the way it is now. What are your feelings about blades? I see blades as being something that we will have for me, not, not saying that you can't use them like in turrets. Let's use, for example, like a hammerhead. 
and let's say we go on a mission. Hammerhead has what? One, two, three, four, five. Is that right? Six turrets on it? Uh, six. Six, right? Okay. So we go to a mission. We have to land on a planet to go do something. One of our people gets killed, right? It would be nice to know that when I get back on the ship, I can put a blade in that person's position to cover that turret spot. To me, that's what I love about having a blade uh, or NPC. Uh, let's say a blade. I'm going to say NPC player, a blade. NPC players are whole different things. NPCs will be actual players. They're non-player characters that you have to take care of and you have to pay. And they will be based upon skill levels. The more money you pay, the higher pay grade that that person has, usually the better skills. The ones you pay a little bit cheaper may not be so great. Thank you, Galactic Warrior Empire, for the 100 bits. We appreciate that. So, my question becomes between NPCs, between blades, how much of your ship do you think should be automated? How much should you, if you took a ship out, whether you want to say percentage or how many, should the interest be able, I don't know what the interest county is anymore. It's, it's changed so doggone much. 24 people, I think it is, to run an interest, something like that. Let's just say it's 24 for the heck of it. Unless somebody knows what it is, please let us know in chat. How many people out of that 24 should be automated, be able to be automated? You don't have to. You can do 24 humans if you want, but if you wanted to automate it, how many people should be the AI or NPC? And let's go with love on this one first. So this is something I know the least about of all all the Star Citizen gameplay concepts. Okay. So in a lot of my thinking, I never even factored in that NPCs or blades were even a thing. I just mm. sort of assumed the burden is that these large ships are probably org run ships. Mm. So I mean, I, if the if the point of the game is that it's a multiplayer game and not a single player one in a 24, 24 seat, mm -hmm. I would I would say six automated. Mm. Okay. I, because quarter. I don't think, uh, yeah, because I think you should still be on your toes that the incentive is to have human players, human interaction and human error is part of, part of the game. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a very, I wouldn't make you comfortable. Mm -hmm. There's other, there's other games mm -hmm. that have crews to them like Barrow Trauma and you can make yourself very, very comfortable. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't think that's the nature. I, I didn't. I'll say I didn't think that was the nature of this game with like this NPC uh, uh, addition to your crew. It shouldn't make you feel too, too comfortable about about having NPC players. I got mm -hmm. you. Real Exodus uh, 82 no. says, I hope that the toilets are automated, but I'd like to make a career out of emptying septic tanks with cargo with Argo ships. So there you go. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. Somebody out there wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you, know, you, anonymous gifter. Thank you for the anonymous gift. We do appreciate it. Even with your anonymity, we appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Fastcart, you got any ideas what percentage of, of your ship should be able to be NPC slash automated? If you said 24 hours, I would want to say like eight or a third. But I, I looked it up and the, um, and the, the ship back page said 28 people. 28? For, for okay. Interest. okay. Yeah. But I was going to say a, a third. About a third, okay. Dark Knight, what about you? Yeah, I could say that. I could say agree with that too. About a third. It, it, you, for the larger ships, yeah, about a third. I think for smaller ships, if you want to have your, you know, your Chewy, <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be quite a few people out there that want their Chewy. I'm sure they could be an NPC if their friend can't be there. Uh, but you know, for yeah, for larger ships, those are org ships for the most part. You're going to want to have a full crew, and you want your crew to be people, not a whole bunch of NPCs you're trying to manage. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell? A, can I tell a quick story? Sure. 
2015, when I got the when I first got the uh, incident in the Benny Richmond, it said it had a crew complement of eight people. I always assumed I would I was gonna buy I was gonna hire NPCs or I, I didn't know about Blade back then, but I always assumed I was gonna have like uh, me and seven NPCs on our ship. So. <laughs> Now, let me ask you a question. Is there a reason why you wanted to run with NPCs versus players? I'm curious. I didn't think I would, you know, at the time, I, I didn't, I didn't know, know, know enough people to, um, to, who wanted to come with me on, on, on a betting regimen. Like when the game goes live and, and everything worked out, maybe I'll mm -hmm. find, find some people to, to, to work with me. Plus, also, I mean, I have an endeavor too, so I'm probably going to definitely find some players to work on the, the endeavor with me. Okay. Okay. And you know, actually, you know what? Um, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no go ahead, Arnett, go ahead. Um, Carvatel's actually just made a really good point. He says some ships will never despawn, mm -hmm. so there needs to be flexibility to at least to move and retreat very minimal crew. I think that's where NPCs come in most handy. Mm -hmm. When a ship is just sitting there, stationary, and needs a little bit of work to be done, but when it's actually got to go out and do something, mm -hmm. you're going to have to have a functional, probably have a functional crew. But yeah, good point. I really, yeah. that was a really good point. Yeah. And, and we can get into a whole dynamic of what it means to operate those ships that are the 24 hour mm -hmm. ships. You know, uh, what does that mean when you're change, changing out crew members? <clears throat> Again, I think that this is going to be one of the reasons why risk versus reward is so important as to when you want to take out these ships, especially the more valuable ships. Is there really a reason for me to have it out here? And what are the risks of me taking it out here? Not, on, not to mention the operating costs. You know, again, I've joked about, you know, luxury yachts in the real world. Owners of luxury yachts will tell you it costs them $7,000 just to start the engines up and sit in the dock with yep. fuel. So what happens mm -hmm. when you're operating these ships, you know, and everything's running on them, power's running, fuel's on them, whatever the case may be. Will they go to that level that you have to start factoring that in? If you turn that sucker on, you know, your wallet is running at the same time. You know, <laughs> it'll be really curious to see if they decide to uh, to go that way. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah, and we'll see what happens when it's all said and done. Okay. Um, Let's, let's go ahead and, 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 and wrap this up a little bit. Um, and I'm gonna start with each one of you guys with the panelists. Let me start with Love first. Love, uh, if there's anything that would be your concern for you to be the boss on a ship, what's the main thing, your main priority gonna be when you are the boss of a ship? Is it the economics of it? Is it the personnel? Is it the equipment? What's gonna be the thing for you that's gonna be your main focus? If you're, what's the cost for you that you're gonna be worried about? expertise of the personnel um i definitely don't want people to waste time because more than anything to me time is money in this game optimizing the time of doing operations like and not that you always have to be doing operations it's a sandbox and you can have fun but if you're hiring a crew to do a specific job or make a certain amount of money per hour um, that's that's my biggest concern is the uh, experience of the crew and their uh, willingness and uh, their expertise to get it done okay sounds good sounds good Baskart, what about you? What's going to be the main focus for your cost to being the boss? And let's, by, by the way, we, we, before he before he answers that question, we we have to we have to. There we go. We got to make sure this the 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 man himself is answering. Okay, <laughs> all right, you. go ahead. What what's the cost for you to be the boss? <laughs> there you go. Economics. I want to make sure that I can pay everyone. Uh, I'm probably going to be like uh, my 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 original thinking was when I got the endeavor, when I got the merchantman, I'm going to hire all NPCs, and I want to make sure that I can have all those NPCs up and running, and make sure I can keep keep them up and running to, to, to throughout whatever duration, and I, I need them to be up and running so economic for me 
Okay. And then like, and then then down the line, I, I work out, I work out all, all like the tiers of of NPC. I'm going to be um, firing and hiring better NPCs as that go along, and as well as you know, ship components and stuff like that. Mm, okay. Very cool. All right, DK, how about you? What's going to be your cost to be the boss? What's the thing you're going to be worried and focused on? You know, I kind of, I, I, I come to split the middle there. So it's going to be economics and the personnel. Because, uh, you know, I got to run the ship. I got to pay for it. I got to keep it fueled and make sure I've got the right components that I want. But I also want to have, uh, you know, a good group of people that are on board the ship that know what to do should we get in a little hairy situation um you know whether it's two people or 10 people or whatever um i i would imagine i probably know who they are so <laughs> i would know whether or not they're good at what they do uh, i i very rarely see any randos as we you know, call them coming in and joining a crew that uh, that's been running an operation for quite some time as a as a group you know so yeah, uh, money and the personnel. Okay. Well, I have to admit, old lefty from Test Squadron, I'm in Test Squadron with him. He says, the biggest test concern, how long the mission will run before we run out of beer. So that's the big <laughs> thing that evidently they're going to be worried about with Test Squadron. Um, yeah, for me, I think it's going to be the revenue dynamic for me, because I think as long as there's a revenue flow, I can always do whatever it is I want to do. And so right. being able to keep a constant revenue uh, and, and in the sense of also how I'm earning that money, how frequently, you know, what are the time frames it's taking me to earn some money? If I'm mining, I want to know like within a certain amount, how much money I can make. If I decide to go out and mine this week, if I say this week, I'm going to mine and I know I can bring in 10 million, you know what I mean? This week or whatever, I'm going to be really kind of thinking about that. Cause that's going to kind of help me project into the type of stuff I want to do, especially because I know a lot of things I want to do. I'm going to have to hire, you know, escorts and things because I'm cargo is a big thing for me transportation and cargo is a big thing for me so that's yeah. kind of the area that i'm going to be focused in so okay griffin and i will be operating a spreadsheet with all that you know keeping making sure we're, 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 we're not in the red there you go that's the way to do it that's the way to do it okay well listen we really appreciate everybody especially for you guys just kind of chiming in and and sharing your thoughts as well about this subject it was again a little bit of theory crafting a little bit of reflecting back on things cig has told us over the last eight years and then just some of the things that we're hoping to see in the game. And uh, yeah, the cost to be the boss is going to be very, very interesting. We'll see how many of us are uh, the joke to be broke when we start playing this game as well. That's going to be another factor too. Uh, but we want to thank everybody. Dark Knight, thank you. Fast Car, thank, thank you. you. Love Machine, let's see. Love Machine, where can people find you? I fly with the Rec Raiders, so twitch.tv slash Rec Raiders. Uh, you can find our Discord and our RSI page link there. Uh, so check us out. Thank you for having me, Griff. Awesome, awesome. Dark Knight, where can people find you? Uh, here at Soul Citizens, uh, also Friday Night Live. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. I don't post that much. It's kind of like uh, when it's done, it's done. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and then from there, um, yeah, that's about it. Okay, okay. And Fastcart, where can people find you? People can find me on twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. On Tuesday, I'm on the base radio on twitch.tv um, with Miss Hart's Aisha with doing um, band and censored songs and album, album covers. So maybe some NWA, maybe some body count. You know, who knows what, what else? And then three weeks we'll be doing an, an all print show on the anniversary of a, of a, of a passing, passing. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds cool. 
Oh, awesome. uh, yeah, w- w- one thing I do want to say, I'm definitely going to get a ship counselor on my ship. A, a male oh, a one, a male one, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, really, that's what he needs, a chaplain, right? That's what he needs. He needs somebody to pray for him. He needs to need a chaplain. Okay. <laughs> well, again, we thank all of you guys for hanging out with us tonight. By the way, next Sunday, next yeah, next week, we will be doing, as, as you guys see, please follow us on our social media. Join us for Friday Night Live next week uh, where we get together and talk with the community and you guys can come on the show and talk to us. Not just talk and chat, but you can talk in the game to us as well. Um, thank you, Lefty. Lefty, put that link in chat, you guys, about the AI blades. For I those do. of you all who are interested, take a look at that. Uh, that's CIG talking about it if you want to get details. Thank you again, Lefty, for that. Next Sunday, we're thank going you. to be to our topic of our show is crossing into concierge. What does it mean when you cross that $1,000 mark and beyond? And Captain Richard will be our guest next week. So you guys want to come hang out with us. He's really excited about being on the show next week. And he says he's had some cool things to share. So hopefully we'll see you all on next Friday and next Sunday. And so thank you. Oh, Galactic Warrior. Thank you again. Thank you for the 100 bits. Thanks for the bits. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we are going to raid tonight Jet Set. We raided Jet Set, I think, week before last or last week. And she's new to Star Citizen and getting really excited about it. So you guys be sure to give her a shout. Say hello. Send her some love from the Star Citizen. And as always, you guys be healthy, stay safe, and take care of yourselves. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys next time.